0: All right, welcome to another di- edition of Bottom of the Bill. We got Jason Honeycutt here, uh, one of the owners and operators of 1904 Music Hall, Spliff's, and a couple other
1: places around town. Uh, thanks for being here today, man. Hey, man, appreciate it, man. Glad to be here. Thanks Hell for yeah. coming to Riverside, yeah, bud. Yeah, dude, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. So, yeah, Well, anyways,
2: before we get started, let's cheers. Yes, yeah, so we we'll do the cheers. Here we go.
1: Hey. You're, you're very
2: classy drinking uh, uh, uh just straight well, rye out of a martini glass. I mean, I got here and you know <laughs> this is
1: what you guys had in the green room. So <laughs> I was like, obviously like someone important here was here last night that, you know, nobody a martini glass, but
2: <laughs> nobody important is ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's it, it's nice to have you. I've been wanting to have you on our show for a long time now and it's it's, it's the first time that I've seen you since um uh, corona hit. We, yeah. were, we were we were we were about to make we were about to come out. That yeah, close, dude. Like that so close. You can laugh all you want. To, I'm not laughing. I'm not we laughing. Were, I'm laughing. Uh, you literally were laughing, but not, we were we were about to we were about to like crush it. Was, it, was, it was sounding good. It was too. sounding
1: good. It was like with Greenhouse it, Lounge is what. Yeah, this is what we're referring to. Actually, uh, those that don't know, uh, Billy and I are part of a reincarnation of a band called Greenhouse Lounge, which I was a part of a while ago with uh, my buddy Dave McSweeney. And uh, this new uh, effort has uh, our buddy uh, Steve Honing on yeah. here as well from uh,
2: Slay's guitar. Yeah,
1: a, uh, that boy slays, man. He's uh, he's That's in sure, yeah. he ba- bass too. That guy can Not too it. shabby to
2: look at. He's a very pretty man. Yeah, very yeah. pretty man. Very pretty. <laughs> very pretty. Yeah, yeah, I get I get like bits of like um, <laughs> you know like
1: uh, like a, a mixture of like a, a little bit of Bowie. Um, a little bit of Zappa, a lot of Zappa, a lot yeah. of that. When he has, he has like the circle glasses on, he look he
2: looks like uh, if Jared Leto decided to actually be a musician. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, is he, is he already won? Oh, oh, man, <laughs> I feel bad. Wow, oh, that burn. sucks. That was a burn. I'm coming out with burns already. And uh, Steve's an
0: absolute rock star on stage. Yeah, he's a rock star.
1: <laughs> have you have you not seen his power stance when he plays? Oh, I mean, fuck it's, yeah, it's, dude. The, it's it's envious, you know. I'm, I'm back there on the drums, just like look at it, you know.
2: That guy screams. I. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm just kidding Steve if you're watching I hope you're watching Like, fuck, I, mean, I love that guy He's a great guy I've yeah, so never called, actually he's, heard he's,
1: Steve scream that um, he's, By he's, the way
2: he's, just, he, he's a great guy <laughs> But anyways uh, 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 Yeah we were we, we were rehearsing Twice a week At your venue Yes we we'll, we'll run into that Great free
1: rehearsal studio Yeah <laughs> no kidding And
2: good lord is it loud uh, But <laughs> we would uh, Record uh, Not record We would rehearse there And I think we had like Two tours uh, uh, set up, and some fall um, dates. And some fall, yeah, yeah, and some festivals that we had on like and some really cool locations and everything. And it's just like, bloop, right out the window. Like I literally, mean, like the, the that month it was the, in April, right? Yeah, we were gonna April, go yeah. on tour, and then it just got just just out started, the window.
1: I mean, the like ironic and not ironic, but just shitty part is that is such a common story now. Like you talk to a ton of musicians and. Everybody that was planning big moves in the summer, big moves in the fall, and like there was you know so much energy everyone had going from you know this you know beginning of the year and everyone's riding high and you know and then it's just like the rug pulled out from under you like that is definitely it's tough man we're all
2: that's very tough we and side hustle had a lot of like a ton like we were booked like solid the rest of the year and everything that was not a
1: side hustle that was a full time main. Hustle, hustle. Yeah, that, that's They're, the
2: name of our new band. We're oh, gonna rebrand. We're gonna be called time, Full time, time Hustle, 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 Hustle. <laughs> hustle, hustle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we had to we, we had a we were doing our friend's album release party at the yep. Asheville Music Hall. That was, last, had, that was the last big show we played. Yeah, we, we were doing we were supposed to do the evening muse in Charlotte for their album release. We were doing like a little tour of the Carolinas with them for their for the album release nice. party. Okay. So we, Which my uh, Which band? uh Andrew Scotch yeah, yeah, we were yeah, supposed great. To that and yeah. And then them. we were
2: gonna go out west and play with the Quickening in New Orleans and everything like yep. that and just <laughs>
0: bloop. Yeah, but we actually had a we had a show, I'm pretty sure, with you guys in the books too. Uh, with Andrew Scotch and the River Rats yep. and them Vagabonds. Yep. It was, yep. we were was doing May a or June or something like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we were doing a Florida leg with, with them. Greenhouse? No, no,
1: with
2: Greenhouse? No, with a with – Oh, at 1904. Yeah, 1904, no. yep. Sorry, I'm so confused. He's just such a, like, a renaissance man. He's got his hand in everything. <laughs> 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 we do.
1: We, yeah. You know, I think that's, like, part of, uh, you know, I think that what keeps me motivated is there's no, I'm never satisfied with one thing. Yeah, you there's do always, everything. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like a – I don't know. I don't say jack of all trades, but I just like try to, I try shit. I, I don't know. I'm like always, hey, you know, like I might, you know, fail into success with something. You never know. So you try, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know.
0: It's, it's, it's like, it's ever worth not trying. You never. Know I mean, no, never.
1: I, I think with anything in life, man, it's definitely like, you know, music, you know, careers, love. Hey, bye. Hey, babe. So I <laughs> hey to my wife, Heather. <laughs> She's, She's ver- watching. Very happily married <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, you just you just can never stay satisfied, I think with anything in life and that just keeps you keeps you motiva- motivated and going, you know.
0: a 100% man. Yeah. So what what got you want uh, started playing music or just into music in the first place?
1: Uh I mean, just grew up around music, uh you know, um always, you know, born in 84, so grew up with MTV and uh going up to uh the Coconut Records by my grandma's house getting tapes and uh like I remember my first tape I got was uh the Batman soundtrack, eighty <laughs> nine uh, that Prince did? Nice. So yeah, that's right. yeah.
2: Which one was Kiss from a Rose? That's not. The oh, that was one. Batman Forever. That was Batman Forever. Uh, Forever. That was Val. He, that was Val Kilmer. that and that yeah. shit is hilarious. Dude, dude that see. that people would. Love it. Dude, that no, would. Love it, but whenever, whenever 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 uh, we go to uh, uh I go see him at a show that he does it, I just like just just mouth the words out. of <laughs> yeah. fucking hilarious. Very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Eyeballs. <just>, yeah. <laughs> what
1: happened to da, Seal?
2: wrote like one banger and then. That was it. That was it.
1: Yeah. He, he, it I mean, he, married, got married, he married Heidi Klum. He, Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. I mean, he I mean, super supermodel. He, he doesn't need to try anymore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. It's, it's done. It's a wrap. What do married, we do this for? Married yeah. up. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Anyways, what sorry. a groupie. I mean. Psh. Well,
2: yeah. Uh, I, Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Klum? Klum? Was, Heidi Klum's not a groupie. That is like that is top shelf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, 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 so you were going to Coconut Records. <laughs> going to Coconut Records
1: when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, listening to buying tapes and you know just listening to music. And i think at 10 um mm-hmm. i convinced my dad well actually at 10 i i joined band i was in i was actually living in dallas at the time um and i joined sc- the school band and um the, you know it's like where they go i didn't know what i wanted to play so they like bring in all the instruments and they let all the kids try everything of course it's like pre-covid everybody's mouths are all on the different reeds and like doing that too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like you know so like i, you know, I tried saxophone couldn't figure out you know trumpet goddamn, i couldn't figure out how to hold my mouth on the yeah. you know the, the mouthpiece uh but snare drum i was like well this is fun and like i was kind of like you know i was kind of like good at it so got the snare drum and you know that was the first year of school band when i was in fifth grade and that christmas convinced my folks to get me a drum set and it was like game over from there i uh so i had the drum set in my room and then my, my stepdad Worked for Bose uh, speaker companies oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was like uh, some type of sales rep. I didn't realize how up he was, you know, but he would go with like circuit cities and set up like their displays <laughs> and, like, so, yeah, this, or uh, what was the other one Uh, like the radio, show? uh, advanced or sound, sound advice. Sound advice. Sound yeah, advice. yeah I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that at all. You know, it was, like it home theater, tiny, home theater and like car stereos. And oh, okay. but, uh, but yeah, so he, he sent me up with these like big ass gigantic bow speakers that obviously like I turned up way too loud. And all I would do is I would put on, you know, the CDs or whatever I wanted to, like, play along to, and I would turn it up just fucking full blast. And I'm sure that started out, I wasn't, you know, playing along, but eventually, like, by ear, I just kind of, like, picked up, like, different things and, like, different styles. And, like, that was kind of, like, the beginning of playing an instrument from there. And then, you know, a couple years later, middle school, it's like, oh, let's be in a punk band, Blink-182. Like, I think our first band... Actually, McSweeney was in my first. I was going to ask you my when? first high school band McSweeney was in. It was called Switch 26. Switch 26. <laughs> Switch 26. You should bring that yeah. back. Guys. What does that mean? I have no idea. I think <laughs> I, I don't even remember. I think I don't even rem- no, I don't remember. I'm I sure think Dave, it was like Dave, it was, Dave might have a story, but I think it was one of those random <laughs> random name numbers because there was like Inspection 12. Blink one eighty two, yeah, yeah. and so it's, it's like Psalm forty one, Psalm forty one, yeah, yeah, bro. Like you know, we should put some numbers in our name, man. It yeah, like that's how you get famous. Side man. hustle sixty nine, Eiffel sixty five. I oh, plus oh, oh. <laughs> Eiffel sixty five. What one. was that song?
2: Uh, I'm I'm blue. Yeah, da ba dee da ba da, da always <laughs> heard it was
0: if I was green I would die.
2: That's not how it goes.
0: That's why I heard. Was, that's not was, it, though. That's not it. Oh, okay.
2: That's what I was gonna ask you. Would you? Would you meet McSweeney? I call him McSweeney. McSweeney. He, he sweets me off my feet. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. This too. is his
1: eyes, man. It's something about it. They're just. So, they're, so they're, they're intense. intense. The they're time. intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But I, I, I met. I met Dave actually at uh, um, uh, through a mutual friend uh, when I was in middle school, or I went to Sacred Heart Catholic school, and oh. he was in soccer with a buddy of mine. He went to St. Matthew's Catholic School, and then we ended up linking up at Bishop Kenny. I went to Bishop Kenny for two years, uh, and then went to p- graduate from Paxson, But um, but that that year at Bishop Kenny was when we when we formed the Switch Twenty Six band, and, and we, yeah, came in, we, came, we came in we came we came in third place at the Battle of the Bands. year yeah, It was. rough. It was, uh, hey, we placed, man. We we medaled.
2: Yeah, You, yeah, <laughs> it, you placed. It, we it? medaled. So then, uh, uh, when did you start greenhouse? Then, or did you have? Yeah, greenhouse. Out greenhouse.
1: That? No, greenhouse was actually that was with Dave too. Okay, right, uh, right, get I away mean, like- from playing music with Dave, but uh, <laughs> but no, Dave actually came back from college. Um, Is 05, Came back from college at UCF, and uh, a, a mutual friend of ours was working um, at a hydroponic store here with two other Sorry. dudes, uh, Ryan and Dwayne, uh, who are brothers, and so. They were looking to jam, and Dave was in town. They needed a bass player and a drummer, and me and Dave, we were already just we would just get up and jam. I actually had a uh, uh, like shed at my house that was like fully soundproof with carpet padding, and we'd just be as loud as you know shit. So we would just we would just jam, and then so these guys want to get up and you know make some music, and one of them played the steel pan. And the other one played the guitar. I remember. Yeah, and totally so like that, it was, yeah, it was a very short-lived part of Greenhouse Lounge where it was like it was the cool. formula was the formula was two four reggae that dropped into drum and bass that finished in two four reggae with and a steel like, with a steel drum, a steel drum, steel drum no and like <laughs> and like a bunch of like you know this is like when Apledon was just coming out so it was like Apledon version three yeah. and so like we were like being able to like loop and trigger stuff like MIDI so um, so yeah we were just like. Getting fucking really baked and you know getting getting weird with uh with like these you know sequences and then you know and eventually the the sound got a little better than just kind of like two four reggae drum and bass two four reggae drum and bass. And
2: that's mm-hmm. why you called it a Greenhouse Lounge because of the hydroponic store?
1: Yeah, because it was basically like it, it was Some, like
2: sometimes there's it's like such easy explanations. Yeah. You're just Like well, that's it. Oh, that's okay. it. That's yeah, cool. it was, so yeah, I was yeah. trying to figure that out for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's
1: actually there is a Greenhouse Lounge bar in New Amsterdam. Um, that makes like, sense. Yeah, I'm like, that's damn, what dude. I that's it was. that's like that's that's epic. Well, it was kind of like you know, it, it, I think the first in, the first incarnation of the name was Ataraxis. which Ataraxis. Yeah, which is Dave a, came up with that. Uh, no, actually, uh, I think Ryan came up with that one. Okay, he was like on you know thesaurus.com kidding, looking at words, and this word meant like you know like calming sense of you know like peace and relaxation you're, Adder axis. you're in a, a cool state name. of Adder axis. That's axis well name. Th- you tell it to someone no one's gonna remember that like, right you know, like not that band at Ado, a atomizer uh uh Ado, i don't know like yeah so that's no one's really too. picking up the, the on that name and that's when like we were like you know as as every fucking band does like band meeting name change now yeah <laughs> what do you want that name sucks <laughs> we went
2: through that do you yeah. know what we were called before side hustle
1: um Oh, we were called. Like? We were called the angry Ant- ban- angry band leader. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was. It was.
2: It was. <laughs> love that. I love my name so much. Let's put it on everything. Uh, it was the up. Anton Laplume band, <laughs> or was it like Dave Matthews, where it was just Anton Laplume band? That's a who asked, actually. Uh, but yes. uh, <laughs> awful, awful
0: band uh, name. I actually wasn't creative enough to think of a band name. So I just it was just like I moved to Kel Jacksonville and didn't have, a, and didn't have a, an <laughs> well, idea for a band name. It was just like, well, my name is Anton LaPlume. Let's just call it this for right now until we figure something out. And then it was like – it just figured something know what, out. I, I, I,
1: as, as like someone that books the bands and like if it's a newer band to town, that's a great strategy because like tell me yeah. your band name and your name. Like, you know, I got two things to remember. But now it's like Anton LaPlume band. I go talk to the guy who I'm dealing with now. I don't, go, you know. Of course, it's Anton. Like, right. it's, it's the name of the band. Right. That you know, unless makes, that's that not unless sense. that's not your name, and then that would be awkward. I, that would be. Weird. I've always I, found it super you're awkward. Like, no, my name is Mike. I don't know who Anton is. Well, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> it's <laughs> like your alter ego. You know, like, well, John, if he's Anton.
0: Anton. Well, like when bands name themselves <laughs> after names, like Leonard Skinner, Umphrey's McGee. It's like there's bands like that where, where they just name. It's like I thought that that was. Somebody or, in the band, or which one's pink? Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. yeah. Yes, which pink who's pink? pink. <laughs> right.
2: Well, shit, we were called Lucky Costello. Everybody thought it was an Elvis Costello cover band. I'm like, no, that's a good. I'm like, Elvis yes, Costello, we Costello we cover are. Band, come to our show. That's what I would always say. Like, yeah, if you love Elvis Costello, you're gonna love us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fucking one hour of just. <laughs>
1: yeah. The, yeah. Speaking of name origins, how did how did Lucky Costello? So we
2: were like obsessed with. Uh, I think the,
1: the first time I saw you guys was at Brandon's house. Was at that New Year's party. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, yeah that was yeah, like a your deep, second show. Yeah, yeah. I've known you for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, that, the um, the way we came up with it, we were obsessed with Gangland and like all the uh, that show that was on A uh, and E for a while, and uh, Lucky Luciano. And Frank Costello were like these like mob bosses back in the day, and we were like, "Lucky Costello, that sounds dope." That does, that's that's a pretty great <laughs> that's name. A good band name. Yeah, it is. It uh, is a
1: good band name. And didn't Jerry wear a, a fedora uh, a lot? No, he who, would who? never wear a fedora. Uh, sorry, Adam, sorry, Adam, sorry, Adam, sorry Jerry. Uh, Adam Adam, Adam so, wore a fedora uh, everywhere and yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, he, it that's, looked, looked, that's He
2: looked like he was a spy or a drummer
0: because <laughs> drummers do that too. You're know, that thing you do. Remember that movie? No. That's no. the a that. I, I
1: actually watched it. This is the sixties. It's actually 60s. I, think, I believe sixty four. I was thinking about the <laughs> the movie we were driving back. I watched I that, watch that I watched that movie the other night, like like a week ago. I that, that thing movie. you do? I love that movie. One of dude. my favorite I movies of all time movie, bro. But but they, that,
0: they made him wear, Tom Hanks makes him wear sunglasses. Shades. Yeah. Shades, bro. We yep. love
1: shades. <laughs> that movie was oh man. And then uh what's his name? Uh Ian Zahn or Oh no, uh, uh
0: so, yeah, uh Zahn uh Z- fuck.
1: He like was, in, was in. He was in. He was in Tremaine on yeah. HBO. Yeah. That guy can actually. Uh, I guess they all learned how to play instruments too. They all We're did. Like, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. crazy to think Ethan, about. What's his name? Is the bass player doesn't even have a name. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have the credits show <laughs> him as the bass player.
0: <laughs> like, uh, he quits the band to accurate. go like to do like hang out with some tricky meets on the road and just like or go no, join Chick- the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah join the no, military. Yeah, the yeah, military. The yeah but yeah, the,
2: the other guy, the other guy uh, marries a playmate in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, that was. Uh, Zon. Steve Zahn Steve Zahn yes. there you go yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think he I won think, I think he won that I, yeah I
2: was gonna say I think it worked out for him I mean, yeah. Shay,
1: Shay's <laughs> got Shay's <laughs> got Liv Tyler in the end which is a is a win that's a big win but I that's a lot, L- that's, that's, L- a lot, that's, a lot that's that's a lot that's a lot that's that's a lot to deal with it seems like you know as far as happiness level yeah. <laughs> but
2: that was it everybody else fell away but then the like the the structure like the backbone of the yeah, band the, the fucking drummer the drummer yeah, the yeah. drummer fucking because the studio musician in LA
0: that's right yeah did you know that Liv Tyler did Know till later Rings? on that Steven <laughs> Tyler was her dad, and she had a major crush on him growing up, and had posters <laughs> oh, all over her wall. Wow! And found later, found <laughs> out later on that that was actually her dad. What? Wow! Isn't that crazy story. She
2: didn't know that he was her dad.
0: Yeah, man. Really? really? It's a pretty wild story, huh?
1: Mm. okay
0: yeah <laughs> so it was fun little facts we were
2: talking <laughs> some about some fact toys all right where were we greenhouse, greenhouse
1: yeah so oh five uh yeah did, <laughs> did some stuff um it was more of like the reggae incarnation and then uh that kind of transformed into a uh uh electronic thing when we got branded in the band we became yeah. a five piece so uh, i miss him yeah shout out brandon wilkinson out in uh, colorado uh doing his thing with his beautiful wife and uh He's in, I think he's in real estate. Real estate? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah.
2: my, uh, good friend of mine, Terry, uh, Greenman, he moved out, uh, that way and is still friends with him out there. And nice. so I have like a, like
1: a, I'm tab, sure they, tab sure on Brandon. I'm sure he's doing they all meet up at the, the yearly Bisco show and Brandon's oh, there. Oh, my God. He's my favorite. <laughs>
2: they'll go to, they'll go to biscuit shows and he's standing in the crowd with a fucking notebook writing down the set list. That's awesome. I fucking love
1: Brandon. He's the best. I mean, he would literally like, that one was inverted, but times yep. back. Uh, Nope, nope, nope. And then the
2: I still got him in my phone as Bisco Brandon. <laughs> Bisco
1: Brandon. But anyways, nice. I, I, yeah. I so haven't seen him in years. Yeah. Though. So it was great making music with him because that was definitely brought it more on that electronic and that live jamtronic tip. And you play yeah, keys, yeah. They play keys, which really kind of like, you know, like I said, really kind of. Kind of need that in electronica. Uh. You, you kind of need that. Oh, definitely, <laughs> you know, you can only sample so many keys before it's like. <laughs> only someone actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. Or you don't. You don't need it in electronica, yeah, yeah, yeah. really. You just you just
2: yeah. have uh, Ableton or an APC, you know what I mean? Just just push samples and stuff like right. that. And it works just the same. But
0: Well, Billy, because uh, uh, by the time I moved to Jacksonville, Greenhouse Lounge is kind of. Uh, Break, breaking we were up, done, yeah. So uh, Billy credits you guys. with kind of starting like the like the electronic jam scene, jamtronica, uh, yeah, sure. yeah, or at least like you know being one of the first bands to kind of break out of here. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was that experience like? What was, was Jacksonville it was, before that? It actually,
1: was, it was crazy, man. Because actually, I've talked to a few people about that. Like that time, like end the, the the early aughts, the 05 to kind of twenty ten time was like Jacks was like what you would think it was like a bunch of like you know heavy metal rock bands and like which are great you know we 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 churn out some awesome metal music here in this town. Yeah. I I, I actually fucking love Shinedown. Um shout out Shine Down. Like they 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 <sighs> I know as 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 I broke cr- up as, with the girl because I was her favorite band. As crin- <laughs> as cringy as some people find them, I, I find it I, I find their songs very catchy and, they are and, catchy, and, yeah. and, and endearing. Should they are like the quintessential side
2: though. Like, okay, anyways. Uh, but keep yeah, going. so
1: you know, we turn out some rock and roll and another thing we were turning out was a lot of like reggae, like reggae uh you know sublime cover band kind of vibe and that's what like a lot what jack's beach was um and then like when we kind of started doing that and then lucky costello they kind of came on the scene as well and then uh Spore. spore they came on um and I mean, who? I mean, who? Who was uh? It was us. It was the big three right big there. Mo- no, you got. But you also had. <laughs> Donnie to listed to any more bands? No, uh, I'm just uh, man. Um, it was uh. Cheesy T was there too. Cheesy T, but also, uh, man, I'm trying to think. Um, it, Max's old band, the Duo. Oh, uh, uh, Luma Grove Luma Grove Because pockets, yeah. pockets
2: used to uh uh manage manage them too. Lucky and, and Lumagrove. Luma it was a
1: lot of fun. <laughs> nice, yeah, dude. Luma Grove was great, dude. I mean, obviously like, Max is doing it's you know, so fun stuff. But trail
2: dive, I, Max was in side hustle, and then he he left and. He was like, I know a good keyboardist, and I took his position. <laughs> nice. Isn't
1: that weird? Nice, that's awesome. But yeah, that's yeah.
2: what we were wondering. Because uh, uh, I I, gr- I came here in 2004, uh, and I was 15, and I uh, wasn't in the music scene at all. I was in high school, a Christian high school, it was real nice, called Providence. You should check it out, or never <laughs> send your kids there. But I would say uh, 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 I was uh, I was there, and I never really knew about music going on. But then, like right around 18 or 19, that's when like the Jamtronica stuff kind of happened. I know, you guys were around
1: first. Well, yeah, it was. And it was also kind of coincide too with like the rise of like dubstep. Yeah. And like Vlad, what Vlad 2009. was doing. Two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. Vlad was doing over, <laughs> um, over at like TSI yeah really, like Crunchy Sunday. Yeah, that was So you best. had like this like, you know, you had like this like, this kind of like amalgamation of like you know these like hippie, beachy kind of reggae fans. These like new like edm dubstep fans and then like kind of your like jam you know kind of jam festival um kind of fans and groups and everybody could started kind of coming together and like it would you know as far as like what jacks would start to do too like because freebird was open then and we would kind of like get a lot of these regional bands like Zugma uh to come through or like arch nemesis um like a lot of these kind of like bands in the southeast uh ep3 from atlanta yeah they were great um yeah we were we were and then like there's a lot of like other like auxiliary things too like uh aura down in like central florida daryl started doing aura and then like charlie bilsker in gainesville julia stewart in tampa and then trey was up here with like passion project um so i mean it was kind of just like a cool organic like everybody just kind of it was awesome yeah yeah what
2: the fuck happened No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Bass Nectar? Yeah. Bass Nectar. Fuck you, Bass Nectar. Skrillex won nine Grammys (laughs) in one year. That's pretty wild. Isn't it crazy how, like, just like the the ups and downs of, like, uh, music or whatever, but, like, that's gotta be, like, the weirdest, like, just straight to the top kind of situation. Nine Grammys? Yeah.
0: He definitely put For dubstep. One album? On the, he definitely put <laughs> dubstep on on the map in, internationally. You know and what I mean? And as
2: fast as it came, it fucking left. left. the Same way. It's definitely a fad. Uh, I don't
1: know. Actually, I, I'll take that back. There is like a there is a a tried and true. I, I would call it almost like a backlash to this whole EDM house thing now like everybody every dj now is a fucking house uh, yeah i love house uh, djs Me house too. djs are my fan my friend my friends love it, love it, but you like but shade? every but every single dj is spinning house music and there's only so much boots and cats and boots and cats and you can like keep going there's never to, enough. To, i mean <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know a, but I'm, there is a, a, a so backlash that. of this they call it broken beat so it's uh-huh. more stuff like dubstep jungle uh drum and bass break beats and it's it's like there's like just faction i mean i'm sure like you know every every genre of music obviously has their subgenres and factions and like it's it's funny though that like d- dubstep is like a now a stronghold like you know it's like hey if you're in a dubstep you don't listen to house, they are, right? Like, you they're know, it's got like weird, weird you cultures. Listen to all the genres. I mean, that's what they, I we, love house I music. Call, I just call it techno, you know. Yeah, like yeah, is this techno? We're <laughs> yeah. just yeah.
2: listen to techno. <laughs> like, <laughs> right home. Home. <laughs> I listen to I listen to house music and electronic music, and then I'll put on Hank Williams for two hours, dude. So yeah. That's my favorite. It's dude,
0: important to listen to everything as a musician. I, I think either. it.
1: Is, I really do think it is. It's have a a, a very wide palette. you know. I think just in same thing we like with, like, the business and booking, too, is just having a wide palette of, you know, music to showcase and bring through instead of, you know, relying on that same jam crowd come through every single Friday night. Like, you know, that just yeah, like, you, you can't, you can't bad, rely on that. Bad model, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah you, can't it's be, not.
2: you can't be picky if you're a venue owner. You gotta, you, gotta well, be open. you can,
1: though, and you can, and there's some venues that do run it like that, and, like, props to them and to anyone that has, like, a defined, like, style, philosophy, vibe, or whatever you're trying to go for. And, you know, and that's, and that's, that's definitely, um, you know, that's one, one way, one model to do it. And like some cities, you have to do that because, there's so much other shit going on. Exactly, you have to dial oh, it in. Yeah, say yeah, that is true. yeah. You I mean, know, If you're you, working uh,
0: in bigger markets, I would imagine it's much easier to have that kind of philosophy because your mar- the market is so big. Yeah, right? everybody has a band. Everybody's playing there. It's exactly. like oh, it's like overload. Whereas yeah. Jacksonville has a great scene, but population wise, as far as the, the metropolitan cities go, it's a small market. It is. It's know? a. It's
1: a. It's definitely a. You know, it's a mid level market. It's definitely not your top you know top tier not even your second tier it's you know you're not bottom of the bill but you're like but you're like yeah but you're like you know you're 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 a c you're a c market you know in which you can't you know you have to kind of cater and like i said to cater to what you know what's available what people want to go to and you know um you know like say you know goth you know six nights goth a week industrial night goth industrial goth industrial yeah. <laughs> s- exactly six nights a week I'm in. Like, i don't know like all the all the face masks there's a shortage now i don't know how that's gonna work yeah, that's but like you just can't you know but like a goth night once a month's fucking awesome because like you know same yeah. thing with like our emo night yeah emo night. i hate that
2: music i i totally
1: appreciate that dude like that's, <laughs> that's, that's your. That is That's that, my opinion. That is your. That I hated
2: it when hot, I was in high school, though. Is that a yeah. hot
1: take? It's not even a hot take. <laughs> I guess a lot of people personal. do too. Yeah.
2: But it's weird. It's like either you hate it or you fucking love it. Those people that listen to like uh, Under Oath and The Use and all yeah. that crap, I'm just like well, I remember yeah. being in high school and be like I can't be around <laughs> I'm not going. I liked going, it back I'm not, then. I'm not going to be in a mosh pit. No. Way. Yeah, I mean, I liked it back then. I was, it, I was
1: actually in a mosh pit uh, uh, about a year or two ago up at uh, Mavericks at the Descendants show uh you shout know, out Steven to the that's punk music. shout out to the descendants yeah yeah the descendants yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they amazing like uh, thankfully like i was you know one of the youngest people in the mosh pit it was like everyone's like 40 plus well, so i'm like yeah. i got this like yeah. uh, but uh, tim tim hall booked it and he's like he's like he, he like texted me like five minutes later he's like were you just in a mosh pit and I was like, "Yeah, man." It's like, "I swear to God, I look down and I just see Jason Honeycutt's <laughs> blonde hair just swirling around <laughs> in this like pit of people." And oh, I was man. like, "Yeah, yeah, that was me." <laughs> they played, awesome. they played "Coffee Mug." That's my jam. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah that and uh, Black Flag is like the exact same crowd. We had
1: Black Flag actually at 1904 uh, <laughs> <laughs> earlier this year. It was Mike Va- Mike Vladek was yeah, singing. It was no, Henry Rollins. No Rolls. offense or anything, yeah. like, like
2: obviously that's amazing. Still like all yeah. the musicians and everything like that, except for Henry Rollins. But like. Yeah. that w- so much history, just like, just like, holy fuck, it's Black Flag. Yeah, play with Iggy Pop and everything.
0: So uh, this is actually a good segue because what, uh, what kind of got you started? What, what made you want to get involved in running a music
1: venue, owning a music venue? Um, it originally actually started out as a side hustle. Oh, but it all day. I got, I got them all day, got a drum set set up over here. We'll give you a rim shot. Oh no so it, um so yeah it really started out as, a, as just something that we kind of saw uh, myself two other friends um, we all had day jobs and you know we're all musicians and in the you know obviously the music scene in, in some way or another are in the bar scene and particularly for downtown Jacksonville uh, Springfield as well actually we we're looking we were looking to open our originally in Springfield where the current sixth and main brewing is at, that was actually going to be that was going to be the original 1904 we were actually talking to them about that started negotiating the lease and then we stumbled on this place downtown thankfully but um but yeah so we just wanted to open up a spot and like we were like we all had 10 grand that's like that was like the you know like hey we all chip in 10 grand and it was DIY from the start um half the gear was like you know, broken gear from greenhouse lounge that wasn't getting used. Um, a lot of like, you know, stuff like we, you know, obviously upcycled uh, a lot of the furniture. And, um, you know, when we opened, we had literally like three beers. Like it was, it was like, wow. it was like, it was like bare bones, but like, you know, that You was, did all
2: the construction work. I remember watching all the uh, uh, posts that you put up. Yeah, did a, did
1: a lot of it DIY, man. And then, like our landlord was like cool, you know, with us, you know, like, you know it's like hey you know as long as you guys pay rent i don't care what you're doing here you know like just pay my rent on time we're like all right cool so like you know uh we just took some you know about three months to just gut everything rip it out and we we're doing it on our you know nights off you know we would get off work five o'clock and go there put a few hours and you know demo and stuff or you paint know, all something. Cells, man, yeah great. and then uh then we would actually the funny the, the the worst part was so that the hydroponic store we had across the uh, uh across the bridge there over off a beach we ended up because we didn't we didn't want to put a big roll off dumpster out front to draw a lot of attention to you know uh, the work we we're doing so we we would literally build, fill up about like five to ten trash cans every night and drive them across the bridge to the hydroponic store to the dumpster over there and dump all the construction oh debris in there just to keep it low key so that you know there wasn't like a big construction that's like paranoia uh, right
2: there yeah uh, sure. you know yeah, I yeah. I understand it people yeah. break in and steal your tools yeah.
1: like oh, no, or anything like oh no obviously like you know the city shows up and you don't have you, oh, don't, no, have you don't have license. Have permits, con- <laughs> what do I say about failing into it's failing into success? Well say it, <laughs> it <laughs> is now. <laughs> it is now. After after the fact, you I know, mean, you, you gotta break a couple rules. I'm you got you, you gotta you gotta do This some, isn't a gotcha podcast. Uh, hey 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 hey, hey. <laughs> hey yeah <buddy>. <laughs> but David. so 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 yeah so um uh, so yeah that's essentially what nineteen oh four started out as just kind of a DIY space. Um You know, we, we were just, we were kind of like, we needed another, you know, venue. Uh, Freebird was, you know, obviously getting very much booked up. um, And there really wasn't a lot of other cool spaces in town to, you know, see shows. And uh, again, with like the network, we kind of developed over the last, you know, the the previous years of, you know, the, the festivals and the tours and, you know, support acts and just the relationships you build. And I was like, Hey, you know, we now have all these, you know, bands that we know. Other promoters in other cities, let's, you know, try to connect all the dots, and it's kind of just how we started.
2: You see it, man. It's grown. Yeah, it has so grown a much. lot. <laughs> uh, 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 I remember uh, you all opened up when Freebird was still around, Yep. and I didn't ever feel like it was like you guys were uh, competing with each other, because this city is so big. Yeah, like, exactly. You're, you're 30 miles away from it. Either 30 miles away. The, you go to the beach, or you're going to go downtown, but... There was nothing downtown before yeah. y'all.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty desolate. I mean,
2: I mean you got Jackrabbits and San Marco and everything yeah. like that, but like literally like you're in the heart, you're right off of Main Street Bridge. Right there, yeah,
1: right in the and in the heart.
2: It, it, it it's been amazing. I love playing there. I, every single time I go there, I'm like, I don't, God, I wish I had count well, that, counted how many times I played it. I mean, and that's like
1: to the whole one. idea too of like, is it like the venue? I think. And behind it is like it is a musician's venue. Yeah. Um, like you know, I'm a musician, and like everybody else, you know, when we started, a lot of people that work there are all musicians, or you know, and like for me, like having like a monitor that's broken, that that's like unacceptable. Like you yeah, know, the little would. the little shit like that, like you know, like I would you know, I would I would just think about like you know the times or venues I would play at that are like doing it right or that are doing it wrong, and like hey, you know, we got to do it right, and then that's just you know, it just kind of like. People remember that, you know, definitely it's, it, 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 it lasts, it carries through time. I think, you know, you keep it consistent like that.
2: And it's never stopped growing either. Like you, you, oh, no, we it, opened
1: Spliffs in 2015, the restaurant. Y'all it just moved Spliffs and then you five like, days ago. Yeah. moved it. Congratulations yeah, on that, by the way. Thanks, like. man. Yeah, 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 awesome
2: yeah, and, uh, remodeled the patio. I remember it going to the patio and it was just mulch. Yeah, not the fair. patio, the patio was... And there was no stage or no w- awning? There was nothing. <laughs> I played the, that uh, for New Year's, I think, like, the first year. The that's year right. We up. put a
1: little box. We built, like, a wooden box. And <laughs> that's it awesome. Was, it that's was what we played was not on. much of a stage. No, that's great. And wasn't there either. I'll never, I'll never forget, like, the first couple, like, month or two we were open. It was, like, an art walk or something. And, you know, like, art walks yeah, downtown. Like, or, works, like a too. big thing. And so, like, we were kind of, like, part of it. Like, it was, like, we were a like, new venue. And, like, uh, there was, like, some, like, you know, like, people that were there, very finely dressed, uh you know, like out for art walk and like at look, checking out this new, uh, you know, this new nightclub that opened up and like we were sitting there talking, telling her about it. And then, uh, Dwayne, uh, my partner was telling the, the woman like, Hey, you know, we have a great, you know, great outdoor space out in the back patio, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. This is before we did like anything. This is like, it was, was literally like, it was like dirt, it was trash. There's our people parked. There was like, you know, I'm sure some needles, no, uh, fence. no fence. It was, it was <laughs> disgusting. And, uh and you know that's obviously too like the back door back sketch area everybody just you know all the hippies would go back there and smoke pot so like (laughs) the so the girl's like okay cool i'm gonna go check out this you know outdoor i think he called it an outdoor courtyard is like what he called (laughs) it and like she opens it up there's no lighting there's no lights at all i think we had like two tiki torches like like, so there's no lighting and like she walks around i guess for a minute and she comes back out there she comes back in and Dwayne's like, you know, just like right there. It's like, hey, so what you think of our uh our courtyard space? Well, blah, blah, blah. She's like, That is a rape alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, <Yes. laughs> like I just looked at her, I was like, What? She's like, uh I walk back there, there's just a bunch of people standing around oh, smoking no. pot. Yeah. And- <laughs> There was a girl squatting, taking a piss in the corner. Yeah. Uh oh, We're shit. gonna leave. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess that's not really a, a outdoor courtyard, <laughs> per se. But, I, but that changed, you know. We I got, know. You know? Like, I was gonna say, like, uh, uh,
2: like, cause I remember, I remember playing there, like, right when it opened and everything like that, and just watching it grow and change and everything like that. It, you weren't, you weren't there from the beginning no. Anton. but like, it was. I'm not saying it was bad at the beginning because it was still awesome and I was just like yes, fucking a venue like a new venue and it's like an awesome venue and like no offense like a a young musician is fucking starting a venue that's awesome Uh, and so they're gonna have amazing shows and that's what happened and uh, uh, they had uh, uh, it just kept on growing and growing and growing yeah, I mean we started out with
1: like, you know just like, so like a shitty sound system. And then like every couple months we would just reinvest. And that's part of the reason I still drive a 2003 Toyota Tacoma. I keep, it, I, was yeah. it I keep putting all my money back in, <laughs> back in my fucking business. Hey, a Toyota, <laughs> like, Toyota, it, don't up it doesn't die, but no, you know, that, that, Toyota. That's, it won't ever well, die. that's like one of the things we, you know, just consistently have done is like, you know, reinvest, 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 re-grow, And like, I mean, thankfully now, like obviously, you know, it's just, you know, a pandemic and everything, but the fact that we've reinvested in the business and not pulled everything we could out of it, put it, you know, like, you know, just, you know, strip it, essentially, like's going to allow us to maintain through the, hopefully through, through next year, you know. That's
2: interesting to me. Uh, so, uh, I'm not trying to be rude by any means. So, you haven't had any shows, really? We that. had
1: one show in June with yeah. Dustin Monk. Um, hmm. Dustin, I don't know who that is. Dustin Monk, and the Hustle, and is that? the Hustle, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do know who they. Are. Yeah, yeah, they're actually yeah. really good. I don't know. If they you, he's, our he's, name. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, he's amazing. a great singer. Yeah, yeah great singer, I'm man. Just teasing, amazing by singer. The way. singer. He's on the Voice. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah.
2: actually, he actually sat sat in with us at Monkeys one night. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's, a
1: good guy. He's uh Sean Paffman plays keys with him. I don't Sean. Sean is a bad motherfucker, dude. That guy. Okay. So bad, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't meet get O'Shaughnessy. But, but yeah. I was I was I was asking Well one uh, show it was them and that was it and then and then we were like okay cool we're back open it's June Yeah and so I started to book July Yeah. and I was like Alright cool start booking July and we had like the Thursday, Friday, Saturdays all booked out, probably about like fifteen shows for July and then at the end of the June they're like, Oh, numbers are just spiking. Bars, shut down, no. Um, so we had to cancel all of July and
2: but that's what I was—I was wondering, like, e- even through all these cancellations and stuff, you decided to, to uh, take over that that business, or not business, but that uh, building. That's oh, in right the corner. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. So that's been in the plans for fuck three years. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that place has been closed. You know, we actually made an offer to the guy that was in there to even go into business with him, uh, make him a a, a silent partner. Because um, they are like, We have a co- we have a cool concept for this. We you know, we can fill the space. They weren't using it. They weren't, you know. I can't wait uh, to go. Yeah, dude. I mean the, the menu's great. The the layout's awesome. Wait, it's, did it's you all, change the menu? We added burgers to the menu. So the menu but, yeah, did, but yeah, you didn't. Yeah. No, no we the okay. same menu. We actually brought back some that classic. macaroni and cheese is best. Yeah. We yeah, <laughs> we, we we brought in some classics, brought back uh this uh bacon spinach tomato grilled cheese. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we brought that back. Um and just, you know, like um, just get to play it's a bigger kitchen bigger yeah. it's a huge it's f- a huge flat top so that's why we added the burgers because we're like you know it's like do we add a fryer because we didn't have a fryer at the old splits, nothing was fried um and it's like we had this tiny little flat top and it's like well we can add another fryer work with this tiny little flat top and then we just have a tiny fryer a tiny flat top and like a tiny burger situation so we're like no we're just need a gigantic flat top um so it doesn't allow us to you know we were talking about doing breakfast maybe too on like oh, saturday, yeah. saturday sunday's doing like a brunch you know, I something can't like that. Wait, yeah. I,
2: I, uh, and it's open now, right? It's open.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we, we got open last Thursday. Um, so it's we're kind of soft reopening. Right over the bridge, Right over the bridge, bro. I we're here wait. for you. And we're up to 130. 137 nights you, a week. I'll see you soon. <laughs> and so now now the now the goal is to get Old Spliffs. Um, I was wondering, what are you going to do with that? That's going to be headroom. Uh, it's a coffee bar concept. So, uh, what? Yeah, What's yeah. What's a coffee <laughs> bar. So it's essentially a bar with an espresso machine.
2: <laughs> do you drink. <laughs> whiskey in the coffee you
1: can so that's going to be kind of the that's going to be coffee, that's, that's, well, uh, that's going to be like the that's going to be the menu the, all the house cocktails are going to have some form of coffee in it that's awesome. So it'll be like cold brew coffee like we, we were doing that already at spliffs we had that cold brew on tap and we were making these things called uh Duval Speedballs, and it was uh, the uh, uh, cold brew coffee with espresso rum from Marlin and Barrel. Fuck, the way, yeah, That's the best fucking name yeah. I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Duval Speedball. It was local coffee, <laughs> local rum. Hey, yeah. that's I'll awesome. Name. Yeah. Duval's. Speedball. Duval, yeah. speedball. <laughs> we're trying to. We're that sounds like a secret secret track to me. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, we, were trying, we were trying to come up with a band name. Get Aaron right? on the double bass. Yeah. Du- yeah, du- right. Duval's du- speedball. <laughs> yeah. For sure. We're not
2: we're not heavy enough to be called Duval speedball. But fucking hey, that's a great band. That's yeah, a great band name. Yeah. 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 I love that. But that's yeah. awesome, so, man. Yeah, so
1: yeah, it'll be more a coffee vibe, like a little healthier food options too. We're bringing Cassie from Spliffs, our head chef, bring her over there. Cool. And it's gonna be you know less cheese and carbs. More like, um, like you know, panini, salads, wraps, charcuterie boards, tapas. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm in, dude. Yeah, yeah, you know, crushing it. Yeah, man.
1: I mean,
0: so I did want to ask you uh, one of the one of the businesses that I said that you were that I, that I didn't mention directly because I didn't know what was going on 100 percent right now with the climate, but Underbelly, you guys invested. Underbelly that as well? is
1: still on the books, so that actually. Um, Luckily, our landlord with that is being really cool, um, and they're kind of uh, uh, working with us on the lease, so we're not on the hook right now for paying rent for something that we can't even really work out of. Right. Um, I mean, we signed this lease under, you know, obviously the pretense we're going to be opening up a live music venue, and, uh, you know, right when we start to work on it and get it open or start, you know, start to work on it, they say no live music, so... Uh, they're cool. They're really under, they're really understandable, um, and they're actually uh, right now currently putting in a fire sprinkler system in the whole building because um, part of us going into the space, making it uh, keeping the stage and making it a concert venue that big. I guess they're having to add a sprinkler system. So uh, the chop house is actually being really cool. Uh, it's kind of a shared space. The building next to them. Okay. Um, so their water line. They're letting the the sprinkler company tap into that. So it's like quick process. Um, and yeah, so the landlords landlords uh, take care of all that. And then we're thinking, I mean, maybe November, October, November, we'll be able to have some concerts in there. Oh, yeah. Um, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, fingers crossed. Everybody keeps their masks on and their, you know, tongues out of each other's faces. And, right. And, yeah. So when you
0: got st- when you first started when your your initial vision with 1904, do, were you? Were you envisioning kind of like taking over that whole strip? No, not of, uh, at all. Not, not at all. Kind of no, like, you're like the monopoly man. Uh, that yeah, eventually, block right now. eventually, it happens, and then like so. What happened with that? Why did Why did you decide to, to take that that route?
1: Um, I mean, a few years ago, like uh, kind of like some of the other bars around there started to close, and there was kind of this dip, and like the energy for downtown, like kind of like you know, um, 2012, 13, There was this big hype. Uh, it was we were open, Underbelly was open with its old owners, and the Burrow Bar was open one block up. Yeah, um, and that. there that's was this really cool synergy between Burrow, us, Underbelly. Everybody was, you know, it was live music oriented. Just walk up and down yeah, you walk street. up and down. Chomp Chomp was another restaurant. Yeah, that, that's right Keeper there. Was great. Yeah, and um, then you know, there was like you know some little bars popping up, and so it kind of started to kind of like kind of come together. Um, and then um, I don't know, man. Like this seems like it seems like. The one spark thing happened and there was this big hype for downtown and then people kind of were just over it. I I, I don't know. Um, Maybe Jacksonville, maybe downtown never really delivered on the hype that one spark created um because i mean did were you here do you guys live you lived here yeah
2: did i remember you, one, spark.
0: one spark there was like what i think i, I got the, the year i moved here there, there was one and then just went away after that
1: yeah so so, and that was that was like that was probably like the last one they actually did it was a, it was a great idea so right for, heard, and yeah. it was a, yeah it was a crowdfunding festival um the whole idea is like you have creators that are creating art music science technology all these things and it's like you come together in the city and it's a festival where that they, they share their ideas with potential backers um, so that you could donate money personally, individually. And there was also, like, a pot, a pie that you could vote on. And then each of these creators It was like a could,
2: Shark Tank festival. Kind of, cool. yeah. And, really, and there really was a lot
1: awesome. of hype in. And the, first, the first one was amazing. The city had never done anything like that, like, you know, like, to see, like, you know, that many hundreds of thousands of people in downtown Jacksonville. You know, walking around, and it was like, dude, like, this is like fucking like San Francisco, or yeah, like I don't it was, it was crazy, and like you awesome. know, and I think there was, you know, and there's some effort too. Obviously, with like Shad Khan bought the Jaguars right around then, yep. and the whole entertainment district, yep. um, they're kind of you know pushing that area, and I, I, I find it's more just Jacksonville in general. Jacksonville has never been like straight up. Like it's always It's the bold slow. city of the south. It's basically. bold it's bold, but it's also slow. It's yeah, like it's slow bold. and bold. It's just it's just trick you know, just slightly tricks along, you know, and like everybody wanted that hype. Everybody wanted that, you know, downtown to soar and like I think, you know, um I think that it was kind of a bust and people were like, well, no one else was opening up more, you know, you didn't have any more like restaurants or bars. You didn't have that density you know that kind of came with like you know like with, with, with one spark you didn't see like those bodies all down there it was just kind of the normal people work people leave at five o'clock and then it's done and it's kinda dead, and then yeah. so like i said and you know and leases you know and business is business so like rent goes up and you know business happens and so like those other places close and it was like well shit like you know and like everyone was like oh that's going be great for 1904 like you guys you know own the block and it's like well not really if there's nothing yeah, else going not, on not people yeah. don't come down here for yeah anything else. for <laughs> other things so it's like and that's yeah. one of the things too like just running the venue of being like booking the same shows like you need variety right like variety is the spice of life so you want options to you know bar hop to you know to venue hop to see other things um and then so the idea for like i said like underbelly um was basically like well no one's going to compete with us we should compete with ourselves because know, competition because we were, drives innovation and growth so That's like,
2: you, you convinced me of it because we were talking about a like, greenhouse lounge uh, rehearsal one time where i was like why what so you're gonna have two bands playing at the same time aren't you worried that nobody's gonna come to your venue and you said <laughs>
1: They're both With
2: my video. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" He just chased it.
1: So that, that, so exactly. So that's the idea. Monopoly. It's like you know, like hey, you know, or like it'd be like the idea you see, like, a Burger King and a McDonald's across the street. But, but they're both. all, but they're franchises, and you don't know that, like you, you know, both Harry Bucks <laughs> owns both of them. You know, that's like, so true. I never thought about that because they're franchises. Bud. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like you know, but you have to have that competition. You have to have that comp- complementary. You know, kind of um, if spaces. You know, you like so. That's the idea of having a gastro pub, a music venue, a coffee shop, another music venue with like a different vibe. So it, you know, these other things kind of all complement and will hopefully come together. You know, like you not know, like Ruby Beach is moving downtown. If you guys saw that, the, I the didn't bird. see that. No, no, no I yeah, didn't know yeah, that yeah Ruby all. Beach is taking over the old letter shop building. Um on, oh, for, I, on I Forsyth. Know, never, yeah good that, is, yeah. So that, that exactly. space that space at the beach I'm, I'm,
0: I'm uh, Zeta, or I beach know I Zeta. know that 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 I'm convinced that that's that location is doomed, doomed because I, we used to play at Zeta I played at Ruby Beach and the the the, the the Ruby Beach had had a very cool vibe and I was like there's no reason why this place should not be taken <laughs> off and it was like it's just, it just has to be the location man so I think it's, downtown might be a good spot yeah, for them
1: I think so I mean their, their beer's good Um, you know yeah was beer yeah. great and you know they had good food and the I think vibe that, was always cool that Jack's Beach area is tough though because like again not a lot of parking right particularly in that spot not I a lot of walk by traffic yeah, and you got Lynch's I mean, yeah. man Lynch's has a stronghold in that hole which yeah. is I love Lynch's it's a great spot yeah. but it's just
0: like people that's where well, they go well, like if you're
1: not on first street you know they were like again two three blocks up you know if you're not on first street on that main strip you know you probably are missing half the foot traffic exactly. that you could be walking by you know exactly and, yeah it, and there's no so talent too. i mean just you know it you know it, yeah i mean beer the beer industry uh, is, is hard dude the the brewing industry is like i mean especially like micro brewing it's so expensive and it's so cutthroat and there's so little margins it's like yeah. your, your money is in the volume so unless you like get like a big You know, a big hype and a big push to where like your, you know, your beers everywhere, you know, making money just in your tap room. It's, you know, it's just like running any other restaurant. You're even though you're making the beer, you technically have to sell it to yourself. You actually have to give it to a third party distributor that then you buy back from.
0: That's what. uh, So uh, shout out to Wicked Barley Brewery, by the way, over in Mandarin. (laughs) Phil, what up, Phil? Uh, uh, Jen Redman, one of the managers there as well. She's a very good friend of ours and has helped us out a lot in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I was talking to her about. It. She was saying the same exact thing. She was like, "It's very difficult to distribute beer at the, at this level because it ends up just being more expensive for us." Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you yeah.
2: start making beer, like be 1904
1: beer, I will you, lose you, my so you mind. Are, you microbrewery, <laughs> <you laughs> <you're>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. you got you got you're, so many different businesses. I know, That's and, and like that, 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 that's the you one you're you're I know you're, you're probably like a, hundred, <laughs> like a hundredth person that's like said. Oh, really? Like, damn kid, it! I thought it was why, real why, why don't you go? That's why like everyone's like, are you gonna open a brewery? Why don't yeah, you open a, open a brewery? As much as every I love day. and as much as I love beer, I. I have tried home brewing. Yeah. I'm not good at it, unfortunately, and I totally respect the like art and craft of like Damn. brewing. But then, then again, someone were like, "Well, no, you don't have to brew. You hire a, brew a right. brewmaster." Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a business. Uh, you pay a fat salary. Uh, you do just, it. It's yeah, expensive yeah, yeah. What business. Is it sounds anytime? like yeah. you opened up 1904. What in 2012, 2013, 2011,
2: 2011." Yeah. Okay, it's been nine years. You've got, like, fucking five businesses. Take a
1: break, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, there's no break, man. There is no break, dude. I mean, even, I, actually, you know what I, I'm I, I I'm hoping to take a break even, here.
2: Even during Corona, he opens up a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. this, this guy is unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. Uh, <laughs> I would
1: actually say that, that, you know, like, it's it's been, I don't say a blessing, but, like, you know, if you haven't taken the opportunity that this unfortunate time has given our society to – to make anything out of it man i just feel like i feel really bad for anybody that's you know just just sat on their hands and not have 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 you know self improved some way or yeah, totally. or you know put that time in that
2: i feel very attacked right now
1: that's <laughs> well i mean you know <laughs> billy i'm sorry we haven't been rehearsed since march man i, mean, I know your i know your licks are probably weak and everything yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah you should have heard in yeah. the studios last weekend Who's well, no. joking uh,
2: i'm fucking I, with you I'm, yeah. I'm confused did i did i get to play yeah, any piano yeah. in the studio or did you re-record all of your guitar parts for the fifth time because well you gotta do it sometimes you know enough.
0: sometimes you gotta do
1: that i, I brought all
2: my keyboards and sent them once yeah. we were there for four days jason yeah. <laughs> All we did was guitar know, and vocals. I know, dude. I, I know.
1: Actually, I don't know because usually I track drums and I'm out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, being
2: a drummer, drummer, yeah. drummer in the studio is the best. You fucking are there for two days. You're like, if you don't like it, you got to play to it. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm coming back. Yeah, what are you sure. going to re-record the whole song? Yeah, yeah. I'm done.
1: Punch, <laughs> punch me in. <laughs> you can't punch <laughs> in,
2: <drum>.
0: um, So <laughs> I actually, I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, your experience in promoting and booking shows through 1904. and Has that – has yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, can you grab me one, two, Bill? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Ooh, what the fuck was that? I just got shocked. Yeah, that's probably your reptilian. Theory. You're okay. electric. Um, so, what what's that been like for you? And, and also just from coming from the musician standpoint uh, versus a, because there's often like a difference in, in perception of yeah. what, what that should mean. How has that changed your view of, of musicians and their expectations of putting on a show? Um,
1: I mean, definitely. Like I was saying earlier, as far as like the you know, just the level of professionalism, and for the venue itself, as far as like, um, just the you know the the nuts and bolts of to make the show happen. So like the equipment, um, the staff having like a great sound guy like Eric, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, you know having you know having the right staff, the right people in, and the right equipment. Like that's just like you know the, the that, that that's where it starts. You know, and like and then being a little more organized and a little I think detail oriented to the musicians um you know when you when you book i think it goes a long way you know is there's a lot of people that book and promote shows that are just like here's your budget book shows these nights these nights these nights these nights and you know that's 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 their job right they could give you know they, they don't care you know necessarily about the experience of the band they don't necessarily care about the experience of the band's fans at the venue or um you know where like coming from a owner operator and also you know i don't do all the booking but i would say you know a good 40 to half half the shows there um i book personally so it would be you know like it's my name on the line you know and it's like it's my you know my and the the other promoters we work with too i've worked with for years and i i I wouldn't feel comfortable with them bringing in bands and you know acting and uh, on you know and you know on as part of the venue hosting a band in my venue if they weren't you know good at their jobs and you know cared about the band so um so i mean i think the the fact that you just got to care a little bit about the band and the band experience um thanks buddy thanks man pinky's out, Pinkies <laughs> out. <laughs> i think is that caring 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 about the band the band experience um you know as it as as far as the the overall event and the show um, that, that goes a long way. Cause you know, that, that really is, you know, one of the, the bigger, you know, the, the, the fan experience is, is one thing, but the, the band experience definitely, um, for me and obviously for a lot of promoters and for a lot of bars is cause that goes a long way. Cause then those bands tell other bands about their experience or they tell their agents which their agents send out an email and you know, agents know a lot of other agents. So, yeah. you know, it, it can, it can snowball real quick. Um, good and bad. Um, right. So, um, I've had a few experiences uh, where you know bands, you know, I've had a fucking amazing time, and I'm just like, you s- just tell your agent, you know, let yeah. the let the let let the agent and the rest of his roster know how great a time you had in 1904. That's you know, interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's been the biggest thing as far as like booking um, what I focus on, and, and you know, the shows that I book is making sure, obviously, if it's a local band or a national band that like. You know even you know making sure that they get a sound check or they get a line check or that you know they're communicated to when to load in and like what the procedure of the show is going to go and um you know i think that that's that's important you know like that 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 right there is just the success of still being in business you know yeah totally man and
0: it all ultimately makes for a better show from the band too because if they're happy then that means they're going to have a much easier time putting on a show. When they go up there pissed off because something wasn't communicated properly or they think the money's not going to be right because somebody's pulling some weird shit beforehand or just whatever it might be, it makes it much harder for them to want to give, not only want to, but just to be able to put on a good show because their mind is somewhere else now. Yeah, exactly.
1: Be in that moment and, you know, do what you're there to do and and perform, you know. Right. I definitely,
0: yeah. Um, Something I've always been curious about, uh, just because there's just you don't really hear a lot of people talking about this, but I think it's very fascinating. The uh, kind of like the, the the deal structures that go on at different levels. Like you have, of course, you have like your local openers, and then you have like your your regional acts, and you have your, your yep. national, international touring yep. acts. How do you tend like what are your like like some go to deals that you like to use, or what are the most interesting uh, deals that you've had I to negotiate?
1: Mean, the the go to deal now, obviously post COVID, is um, essentially a door split. Um, shared, uh, shared risk. Um, sure, you know it, that that's kind of the one thing. Is I've been putting in offers for 2021, and where some offers you would maybe put in a small flat rate plus a back end bonus because you know it's gonna smash. Now it's like you put in a small flat rate and then you put in a fail you know like if it doesn't hit this then the you know a minimum so if it doesn't do this much tickets then it goes to a even then it goes to a split you know or something like that um so i mean the door split is definitely the you know as far as on the promoter side is definitely the the easiest way um you know so that everybody has a little bit of skin in the game um now if you're like i said a, a touring band um and there's definitely more expenses um then you know those get a little bit those get a little bit different so i mean it's just like what is that tour going to bring how's that tour selling how's that artist done before um you know some tours you might pay for not only the band but you're also paying a production buyout for all their lasers and lights they're bringing and their crew you know so it it, it can be you know it, it, it can it can, it can itemize a little different. Sure. Um, but you know, for the most part, a lot of times how, how it works is, you know, usually you get, you know, uh, uh, a rate on the band, add in your other expenses, advertising, if they need hotels, uh, staffing, things like that. And that's essentially your overall cost of doing the show. So everybody's, everybody's, you know, you know, everybody's rates, what the total cost is, including, you know, rentals and and things like that that's your overall cost so um a lot of times you'll have say hey this is the overall cost of the show and the funny thing is one of the when i first started booking was like you know back end. that was like a surprise to me because i was like well cool i'll pay you a thousand bucks and you know i forgot who we were booking but they want to know about back end and i'm like well what do you mean like they're yeah after the show meets these expenses you know, aren't we going to get a percentage? I'm like, no, that's my money. They're like, <laughs> no, that's a uh, that's that's our money. You know, we're the artists and I was, and, yeah, it took a minute to think about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess that, you know, technically that that makes sense. And essentially that is a door deal. That's that's what it is. It's a door deal after expenses are met. So if So you, what's back end? Back end is so say I like it out. Yeah, yeah. No, so <laughs> that, but for people that don't understand Yeah, for people that don't know, yeah, people don't know, so back end would be like something so like, you know, the cost of a band is 500 bucks and the cost of the crew, a sound guy, security and, you know, a, your Facebook ad is another 500 bucks. So the total cost of your show would be a $1000. Now, if you can fit 200 people in there at 10 bucks you made two thousand dollars so everything after that thousand dollars is back end. so there's a thousand dollars in back end which like i said as a green promoter i was i had no idea about this extra i I thought that was profit right (laughs) (laughs) Right. but no no it's a it is a you know it's obviously a shared profit so a lot of that you know you know percentages go back to the bands you know anywhere from 30 to 70 to whatever 100% sometimes you know like some 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 shows um, so where do
0: you guys where do you guys make up that difference if they're taking a hundred percent of the back end
1: Um, I mean obviously there's promoter profit sometimes built in into um, an offer where promoter profit is usually uh, 10 or 15 percent fee on top of expenses since essentially the promoter is putting up their money their risk on top to to cover all this stuff. So whereas, like I was saying, if your total show cost was a thousand dollars, you know, you would send an offer like, hey, this is the offer. On top of this thousand dollars, there's promoter profit fifteen percent. So one hundred and fifty dollars is promoter profit. So then that back end is essentially starting at eleven $1, fifty, not at a thousand. I see. Yeah. Um, so you know, you so that's how a promoter would then build in their fee into the deal, and then everything else on top of that. Um, at the back end would get split up between the band and the, the promoter or the agent. Awesome. So
2: you sound like did you did you learn all this stuff while being a venue owner or did, <laughs> you, did you know it before? Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I definitely have sent out a few emails where I look like an asshole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so it's like know, you know, oh, I truck. never <laughs> I, yeah. I never
2: really thought of it. Like that either, at least the <laughs> business end of it. So I was wondering, it's like, yeah, so I imagine, no offense, that you didn't either. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, people just play here and I yeah. don't need to worry. Yeah, I'm going to give you 500 worry, bucks, right? Like, yeah, you know, 500 it, bucks, yeah. 500 yeah. bucks, yeah. Get yeah. You later. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: well, but I mean, some deals too, like that's where like a festival, like uh, bands have festival rates. So um, if you're if you're if you're a band and you you know uh, up there on the higher ends like you you know you might play a, gl- a club date for a thousand dollars but you know you're worth at a festival you're playing at some big festival and you're part of this thing where the guy's making money just on having a festival and bringing you know thousands of kids to a spot and so like sometimes I know like the general rule is like a festival rate for a band is usually about two and a half to three times your standard nightly nightly rate um, you know because I've I've inquired about doing festivals. That is the one thing I've never really put together. I mean, I've thought about Not it and yet. <laughs> Not yet. I've, I've done some, some, some big events, some day long events, but I'll
2: come to honey. Uh, fest. Honey. Fest. honey fest, yeah. I like that.
1: We can have, it, have a Tupelo, have it on the, uh, have it uh, down yeah. on the, uh, Mississippi? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll come to
2: Tupelo, Mississippi and go to honey. Uh, fest. honey fest. God damn. Oh, that'd be oh like- yeah. But Anyways, yeah, if you need me to name things. Okay. Yeah. I'm 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 available. You're available. You're, available. I'm, also You're more, your, I'm also your keyboardist in the band. The, the, but creative, you know. Yeah. If you need me to name, songs, <laughs> name things, whatever. That's amazing though. Uh, uh uh But yeah, so I
1: mean that's like the the you know, the general deals you would kind of work with bands um and What's then, the like,
0: craziest deal you've ever had to work? I, you have to, go to uh, the, uh, the I've I've given,
1: I've given I've given artists 100% of the door. It's been like just take the door, just or just take everything and like <laughs> just, take, <everything. laughs> just York, take it, just on, come play, please. On top of a guarantee, or <laughs> no, 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 like they, well, yeah, I mean, some of them artists are so big, it's like you know, they're you know, their guarantee would probably be smaller than just giving them a hundred percent of the doors. So, like, True. the only way you can really approach it is You're like taking all we have, you just take yeah. everything, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just take everything, and and there's other ways to make money. So, like, um, so, um you know uh a lot of venues or promoters like will take uh like on the online ticketing royalties so uh what you can take is up to 10 percent of a a ticket cost as a royalty fee so like for um 1904 our eventbrite is set up with fees and you know yes eventbrite does take some fees but 1904 also gets a kickback on some fees which sometimes can be anywhere from five to ten percent of the ticket cost. So if it's a $10 ticket, it could be a, you know, a 50 cent kickback on top. So if you see like you buy a $10 ticket and then you're like, "Oh, Eventbrite charged me 250 in fees." Well, 1904 gets 50 cents of that 250. And then like, you know, not for 1904 is not really a big deal, but for like a bigger promoter, like, you know, that's making a dollar or 2 dollar on a 10,000 seat, you know, Coliseum, it's like I'm making all my money on the ticket fees. like, And and then, like, a lot of times, too, like, those aren't even negotiated with, um, you know, with the artist or whatever. It would just be that's just a fee that the promoter or the venue has just in general on top. Right.
0: Yeah, it seems like it has little to do with the
1: artist anyways that's being taken out already. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's being put on top of the of the negotiated right. fee. So, so yeah. So, I mean, there's other ways that, you know, you can make money. Like if you had to give someone a, you know, all of the door, it's like, well, I'm going to make $2 a ticket, you know, or however, whatever your, your fee structure is. Right. So, you know, it, it could, it can, it can work out, but, um, but I said, for the most part, man, you know, door deals, shared risk. Cause you know, you know, like the, the worst is obviously giving, you know, like a, a new band or a band that's newer to the market and doesn't have any, you know, pull a super huge guarantee, you know, that they don't pull in on. So it's it's technically a loss. But, you know, maybe having like a small, a smaller guarantee with the back end on top just kind of gives it like, well, you're going to give us our money to get there and what, you know, what we would normally, what it would normally cost for us to travel. So if we put in a little more work, promote with you and then everybody kind of, kind of wins as well right so,
0: i mean i can't imagine like taking a band that's never played in the market and giving them any kind of guarantee that's kind of you'd be
1: surprised how many people there's Some emails you'll get just that just tell you right up flat you know blah blah blah. you know this many you know you would love to come to jacksonville you can get us here for five thousand dollars just five thousand dollars it's like, bro, I've even a bribe never heard of steal. you before but you <laughs> but you, <laughs> you have to have us or a saturn ion <laughs> yeah yeah but, <laughs> 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 but you have to think though how many think how, about it how sure. many how many emails they probably send out and like there's gotta be some like I don't know like some like casino talent buyers or somebody that's like the hotel we'll take it. yeah like put the they, hotel they, entertainment coordinator 5, 000, that's, that's like five thousand. shit i'm gonna put the other three in my pocket they gave me yeah. eight they gave me eight to work with tonight that's, you know well
2: that's the thing you, say, you that, play neil that, diamond it's yeah. so like five thousand dollars i'm in well that's that, that that that's I'm doing this for him
0: no of course yeah but that, that's <laughs> that's the thing that's always fascinated me yeah, about the course. difference between the different you know the difference between like 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 venues like what you run yeah. versus and relying on ticketed shows and bands knowing their worth in the market versus just playing at a bar or like a casino. I've done God knows I've done way too many of each one of those gigs where there is the, your you presence. Your presence has nothing to do. Yeah, with, with the business, with what's going on? You there. are
1: essentially auxiliary to right. the. You are part of the background. You are like the. You know. You are the. They're just plugging you, and you're a widget in the whole formula exactly. of the of the show. Then we're back. <laughs> so uh,
0: so yeah, like 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 your presence has no bearing on what's going on there. So yeah, you're, you're just another you're just like another cog in the wheel. You are right. So yeah. it's like so. And I remember there was there was uh, I forget what we were we were we were opening up for somebody at 1904, and uh, I remember asking I, I pulled you aside and I was like, hey man, so. Like, how do people make money on these shows? Because, like, the, obviously, and uh, you had told me, you kind of explained very briefly what the, what the budget was. was. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes, okay, this makes sense. And then uh, Widow from Hourglass Pub... Explained it very uh, profoundly one day. She was like, "Well, you know, when you open up, when you when you're running a business, you're selling a product or a service. You typically are doing like you travel around doing trade shows, right? You typically pay to get on those trade shows, so so people can know what your what your product or service is capable of, and then you can start to sell it. But until then, you have to go around and and for free or, yeah, you rent, a service, bo- or rent a booth, <laughs> run, yeah, rent a, exactly. or a booth at the, at the <laughs> trade show. Exactly. So it's like and I was like, "Yeah, that makes perfect sense because as as a per, as a band that's creating something that doesn't exist, you have no market value yeah. until it's tested and approved."
1: And and two that that also kind of goes on the finer line though of the pulp hate to play kind of scenario, which I personally I I would never like that, that that's never happened at 1904 or like for any of our shows where like. There's some promoters that, like, you book a big national artist, and it's like, you know, they'll let you put on two or three locals. Well, there's some, you know, promoters that will be like, well, you have to buy these 50 tickets to play this show, you know. It's right. Like, you know, if you want to play open up for this guy, you give me the money. You can keep $2 per ticket, but you technically owe me, you know, 13 for every $15 ticket I'm giving you right now. And right. it's like pay to play, which, I mean, I I can't do that. I personally find that just – just shitty um and you know like but that some bands will do that some bands have the budget that's a they would consider that advertising yeah they consider that marketing that's crazy and then you go to some cities major major markets like you know like you you know new york's austin's san antonio or, or uh san francisco you're you're there's so many local bands that want to play that show that will pay the promoter right. not only the cost of the tickets but i'll give you an extra 300 bucks to let me get my my band on the show you know like and yeah and it's like yeah well i don't i I, i've never been in that position i don't know if i what i would do with that position if bands were throwing money at me to get on a bill that's true Uh, you know like i i i I try to i try to like spread the love around to like everybody and you know i didn't know that was an option Billy's <laughs> <laughs> no, like you take checks. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: I can just play. I can just open up for anybody that anybody, I want to. I just in. want to. I just pay. Like, so right, I just give you a check.
1: So I just go down to dailies and just like you know. The money order works <laughs> Yeah, I'll write
2: you a fucking check. Buddy. We'll 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 just cut Jason a <laughs> check, and every every
0: jam band that comes to 1904 we will open up for them. Man,
2: <laughs> I, I've got a, I've got a question. Uh, 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 my 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 most memorable moment at a 1904,
1: hands down is uh, when you got Lettuce to play. That was amazing. The, right? It was that was amazing. amazing. It was about this well, time. Well, it was just me. Uh, Trey, I know Trey definitely, definitely facilitated that, the, that, had a lot to do with that passion project. Yeah. Uh, Paul uh, Levine Paul Paul yeah. from uh, Swanee. Um, I mean, I think they probably wouldn't have played, you know, if he wouldn't have given us a little... It's cool. Like, But, there was, yeah, that was, uh, that was one of those, like, again, like, failing into success. Because in all accounts of that show, it was, you know, an ex- as a sold-out show, success. But... As, like, the operations, it was a total disaster. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, I, you were there. Yeah. You, you remember the sweat box that was there? Oh, like, yeah. our air condition. It was August, our air condition August oversold. Our, yeah. air, our air condition was busted, like, it, something was it needed to get recharged, so it was like half strength. Uh-huh. Um, the you know, it was the, colder uh, outside, it was somehow, it yeah. was somehow colder. In it was August, raining, it was quarter. raining, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it it was, was raining. Rain. You go outside,
2: you can, uh, yeah. move, but I don't care, yeah, yeah no and one cares. That is 1904, no was one
1: cares, yeah. Uh, I remember uh, uh who was it? Uh not Nigel, um damn. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. They're old their old keys player before Nigel Neville? Hall. No, night uh I'm confused to. Nevins, uh not Allen. Uh Neil. Neil Evans. Neil yeah. Evans, yeah. yeah. yeah, Neil yeah, Evans. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Allen was the, yeah, he was in Soul uh um
0: Soul live. Soul live, yeah,
1: yeah. But he was with he was with lettuce at tour. And I just remember him just like just literally had the headband on and he was like playing keys. And then like he, was, I was on the side stage, and he would take it off and like turn and just ring it out. Oh and, like, my so, God! I put it back on. And I was just, like, God. I remember, dare. I
2: remember, like still, like just like so fresh in my head is is somebody up there had brought a box fan that like you could like hold or whatever, and literally was giving it to Jesus on yeah. stage, <laughs> and was just like holding it up to him. And he was just, like, oh. That's awesome. But uh, like one of those
1: that, that that show almost not it didn't happen because we couldn't find Jesus to start really. Show, yeah, yeah. He was just hanging out. It was Jesus, it, Coons <laughs> Jesus from Vladis, from yeah. not literally, not Jesus. finding Jesus, yeah, dude. We're not not Christ,
2: we're not looking for him anymore.
1: We found him, he's, he's good. We found him. But yeah, yeah, we couldn't find Jesus though. Like the first like 10, 15 minutes, they were supposed to go on, or like everybody's around to go on age. Like where's Jesus? And he's just oh like out back hanging out with you know like Florida Jacks people. Like he's just such a man of the people, you know. He's no, just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: that was dope, and also awful yeah. at the same time. It was. The, it was. It was. It was, it was. <laughs> I, I just can't believe that. It well, happened.
1: we had we had. I think Eric told you guys about the one show we had where the singer particularly requested to turn off the air conditioning yeah. Yeah. during yeah. sound check. Eric, yeah. Eric told us about that. I don't even mention it. Like it would, that, that 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 has to do, I guess, not necessarily in Florida, but other states and city where it's, you know, uh, I guess it dries out the air, you know, like I the don't air. Care. The air condition dries out the air, and I'm like, dude, this is Florida. This air is all humidity. Yeah, so, sorry, I mean, literally <laughs> doesn't matter if you're inside that or outside. The law. It was on his rider. It was on like that's, and dude, I, dude, I and I, that was not our show. I did not book that show. That was an outside promoter, and I. That was one of those times where we had to have some words with other promoters about things like that what uh uh
0: what's uh well this is a two-part question what was that uh what what was it what was a defining moment where you were you where you were at 1904 or at least uh there was something going on there where you were like yep this is gonna work and then the second part of that what's the craziest rider you've ever seen
1: Well, as far as like, yep, it's gonna work. Like, what do you mean, yep's gonna work? Like, yeah, like, like you're, like, like, you're like, like you're like sitting yeah, at it
2: and you're like, fuck yeah, this is working. The, like, you worked real hard at it and like, oh my god, this is like, it's like gonna be is
0: gonna be a, like a staple, like a thing. Oh, okay.
1: I, I don't know if it was like if it was like sometime like because there was there was at one point uh, one of the first shows we did we had our first little stage and um when we first opened so like part of like opening like the. Like I was saying, with like the working on yourself, with by doing it yourself, and then doing working with the architect after the fact, it's like the the plans kind of didn't really work for what the space called for. So our first couple months open, we built our first stage. We built was a little, it wasn't as deep. It was it was wider and more shallow. When we really needed to build a stage, like it is now, and so our architect was like, well, "You guys need to extend the stage," and we're like, "Well, we don't really have the money to like buy all that wood again and double up the stage." we kind of got all right so we kind of made a smaller half stage in front of the stage and uh and like you know put it all together and you know we're just like we just need to get this to get open we can f- figure it out afterwards and uh one of the first shows we had there was uh, uh this hip hop show with ninth wonder which if you don't know ninth wonder is super amazing producer with like little brother um and it was like pretty packed show and he was on the bigger stage in the back and that smaller stage was up front and uh like And, like, no one's really on it, you know, because um, it was, like, part of, part of the band or part of the artist. And the last song, the crowd bum-rushes that little stage on there. And they're, like, standing up front on this, like, tiny little half-inch plywood stage that we just put together. And we're, like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. That is going to – like, I was, like, waiting to see, like, bodies just go – like yeah, it is like dropping, dropping it in. in cause like <laughs> it's like the bomb out. It's so like we're in the back. Like that's all right. like that worked, It worked. Oh my God. And, and then we fixed the stage after that yeah. shortly after. But uh, as far as like making it work, like the, the time where I, I, I think the, the time where I knew it was going to work was literally like when I closed uh, my other business and went to work for 1904, like full time. It was basically like I had missed a beer order. We had a show. I had missed a beer order. Because the truck was there, I couldn't get away to receive the beer order. Because, um, like I said, we all had jobs before we opened, and, uh, or before we made it a full-time thing. And I, had, I missed the beer order and, like, hauled ass down there. And the show, like, I mean, the show was okay, but, like, it was just, like, a shit night for the bar. We could have made a lot more money. And I'm like, this is more important. Like, this is making more money. We can make a lot more money if we dedicated more time and more effort to things like not missing a, a beer order. And at that time, like I was like, Oh, just makes more sense to, you know, close my other business and dedicate everything to this full time. So kind of did that. And like, from there it's just been, you know, gangbusters. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, Gang that, buddy, that, buddy.
2: that sounds really simple, but like that is truly inspiring. Like I, I like I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're just like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm fucking doing my dream like like this is it
1: yeah absolutely and it it, 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 was scary it's scary it's scary as shit like yeah yeah yeah, you're like oh like damn i don't have enough money to make rent like the next month because like because like like i said it it was a side hustle and you know keeping your day job made made a lot of sense at you know at the start but then you know a year or two in where it's like you know like there's some opportunity here and that's where kind of you just have to like trust your gut and just go for it Man. I'm, quit- yeah, I'm well, it's quitting like, my job. Let's like, say
0: <laughs> well, like, what? What are you passionate about versus what's keeping you? What's keeping you comfortable? You know, it's like, do you love what's keeping you comfortable, or is it just keeping you comfortable? Yeah. And if you're, if the answer That's is, deep, oh, if deep, if, if the answer is, uh, well, it's just keeping me comfortable, yep. then maybe maybe find out what your passion is if you have one, and really pursue that because even struggling while pursuing your passion is better than being comfortable doing something that you hate.
1: Yep. That's what they say. You never work a day in your life, or whatever. If you work for yourself, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, or yourself, exactly. Something like that. I mean, yeah. Or if you do what you love, do you, you work love. A day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never work a day in your life. I mean, yeah. that that just says a lot you know like with you know I mean being a creative you know you guys are musicians and artists like being creative like it's it's you know the outlets are there's so many outlets to you know put this creativity out there but to make it a sustainable job and then to make it a sustainable job that you love and where that job's not burning you out you know because that that's another thing like you know after a few years like 1904 it's like oh like another show like you know like they're they you know even like you know it's is. Dream of it is it's like it's still a job so but it's like a job, yeah. it's still a job but then like, then you just got to kick yourself in the ass again and be like, this fucking amazing job. Like, what else would
0: you ever want to do, you know? And then someone like you finds the other thing to do and starts a new business <laughs> just to keep it spicy for yeah, yourself. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you do. I mean, so, so. That makes sense. That's yeah, 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 why you want to keep expanding. you yeah. like, fucking it. This is monotony yeah.
2: of having amazing bands coming to my venue. I mean, some, I need something new. Yeah. Let's, let's start a new fucking restaurant. And then, I don't know, uh, maybe a coffee uh, bar. A coffee yeah. bar. <laughs> Nobody knows what a coffee bar is, but we're the first.
1: <laughs> coffee infused
2: liquor, I'm in. Yeah, it's a common thing I mean,
1: in Italy. A lot of the coffee shops have liquor. Very, yeah. it's very common. In, in, in Europe, a lot of a lot of the coffee shops have like liquor. They'll even have like little like a bodega, I you know.
2: I'm, I'm already. I'm, people interested. are
1: already stoked about it. Like we only mentioned it to like I think uh, the Jacksonville Business Journal. I haven't really mentioned it to a few people. And like I got a I got a package of coffee samples of like eight different varieties of this roaster. Never heard of them, but it was addressed to Headroom, who, you know, w- God, like. like great <laughs> <fucking name>. but, <laughs> Jason, I'm glad to be in a band with you. Yeah. I will say. Cheers. Tony, cheers. <laughs> well, no, don't, don't I'll
2: choose I'll choose the, the. We're girl. in a band. <laughs> Uh, and also I'm in a band with
1: you too we can make a band together too we can have a hustle a real hustle hustle guys green
0: green hustle hustle green
1: green hustle the green hustle the green hustle (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just selling weed (laughs) at (laughs) this (laughs) point you should
2: just call our band money (laughs) money we we did that we could do it get Dave Dave and Jason then me and Tony playing uh, a lead and have the rhythm section from y'all um I just did, just call it money. The money. <laughs> um,
1: I play nothing but songs that have to do with any type of monetary. But well, we
0: don't play Pink Floyd. Yeah, no. We don't, <laughs> don't play Pink no, Floyd no, at all. No, no. <laughs> um, before uh, we get to uh, unpopular opinions, before we get to that, don't I, d- say I did that I did, did, did want to ask uh, what is there is there advice you can give the bands that are up and coming that before as Ooh. like for, from 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 an. From a musician per- perspective to to the owner of venue and promoter side of it, is there advice you can give to a band starting out or any music mu- uh, musician starting out that 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 kind of comes before anything else? Like that that do, you look how, for in a, as a promoter, like how to approach a, in a an agent, yeah, or just just anything, whatever that advice is.
1: Uh, I mean, I was I mean, obviously the first thing, humble. Like, I mean, being you know, being humble and you know, n- knowing. I mean, it, I mean, it comes both ways too. Like, as a as a business and venue owner dealing with even newer bands like you know like a band will come up and like i don't know how you know how what they're what they're gonna bring out or how badass musicians they are or something like that or what the night's gonna hold but being open-minded being open-minded and being humble are probably like the the two you know best ways to approach any any situation whether it's business music or whatever um but um i think as far as like uh, an up-and-coming band getting booked um and playing shows Um, I mean, I think just, you know, making it count, um, you know, making it, making a show, you know, um, you know, if you're an opening band, you know, for, you know, other local bands or for a national band, you know, but, you know, just making it count and putting like your effort into the performance to the night to, um, to, to, I mean, it goes to your fans, it goes to the venue. It goes to everything, you know, was putting in everything you have into that, you know, 30 minutes, you know, at 830 at night when for, you know, the 20 people that are there. Um, I think that, you know, and seeing that, like I've definitely like one of actually um, great story of one of the first bands we booked in 1904 and one of the uh, a great band here in Jacksonville, uh, the Dog Apollo. I don't know if you've ever heard of those guys. I've heard of them before. Yeah, I have heard that name. Very indie rock. Um they were they were I think in high school when they first played 1904 They they brought their parents out like and it was like uh, it was uh, it was like our first time dealing with them. it might have been like 2012 or 13 um, and the uh, singer Chris think brought you know like very very like you know like super excited about you know performing but just very excited about just being in the moment being present being doing a show and like you know in his performance and like their whole show i was like blown away um and i think later on you know uh, a few years later like tim hall managed them for a while oh nice uh, yeah I think yeah that's how I know yeah them. tim hall managed them um and they're still like they're still putting out music and stuff and they've grown into an amazing like they've they think they've you know they've opened up played like you know um um St. Augustine Amphitheater opening up for some national bands. Like, they've Get definitely the- yeah, they're definitely put in work. But seeing them, like, their first starting with the dude bringing, you know, like, just his friends and family out, like, and, like, he was, like, the, the realest, like, 16-year-old kid just, like, you know, stoked to just play a show. And, like, yeah. I kind of was just, like, man, like, I remember that, you know, being that young and, like, being that hungry. And, like, I still see him every now and then, too. And, like, he still has that same, like, hunger, passion. And, like, even watching him perform, like, now, too, he's still just – you know, you, he is—he is—you know—a a, he loves what he does, and it's, you can see it.
2: That's the way you gotta act. You gotta yeah. just be like, uh, uh, almost—I am—that uh, uh, I've, you know faked it this entire way fake it till I mean, you I'm make I'm it just <laughs> but just just be amazed at the fact that like holy fuck i'm about to play here and like i don't i'm like I, I, yeah. I i'm not i'm not gonna it's not gonna be like you know well it's not like, 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 like.
1: it was like it was not even playing like a, a a big venue like that right. but just even just playing like you know like some of my favorite shows are just playing in the corner of like a bar like that like you know like even if I like just love playing. Yeah, yeah i just love playing Me exactly too. i love i love fucking playing music and especially like i love it when like we play an awesome show and it's like one of our best shows. There are only six people there, like I you know, like that scene, was a, that was you know that's like, you know.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't care. If yeah, that. it's definitely yeah, they, they, those And, some and, great and that's good for our band because no one's there.
0: Oh, for side hustles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, not greenhouse. <laughs> uh,
2: the greenhouse, uh, everybody's there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell me that's not
1: true. I don't know how much they I don't know how much they're there as much as they're present. <laughs> they, yeah, are <laughs> <that's> present. <laughs> they are present, right, right, right. Right.
0: Nice. nice um, <laughs> uh, and uh, actually, right. <laughs> one more question that I actually that just came to my mind for the
1: there's a second part of that question. I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah, well, the, 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 the writer. crazy writers. The but, writer. Oh, yeah. So the the craziest writer, ugh, dude, I'll never forget this. Uh, was actually this dude Astronautalis. Um, I love that, that, that you named them. love the, that you named them. That's the rap, awesome. The yeah, rapper, he's yeah. a he's a rapper, and like his writer had. Oh man, I wish I still kept that email. It was the best writer I think I ever saw. But it was like, it was like uh it was like a map of the world with the (laughs) falk with the falcon islands blacked out um he needed uh he he needed a he needed he needed a grappling hook and a rope (laughs) he needed uh he needed three copies of temple of the dog i'm gone hungry on cassette yeah, staple. hunger. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, I know, needed, I know. he needed three copies of that on cassette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he needed postcards from The Edge, a movie with Bette Midler. Uh, he needed that on Laserdisc. <laughs> 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 he needed <it> on laser disc. <laughs> that <This laughs> is wild. Laser disc. He needed. Laser, laser uh, he needed, uh, he needed uh, a uh, a, uh, a blanket knitted by my grandma with love. By, by your grandmother. <laughs> by, 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 by your y- that's, but what, the it said. Is That's what it says Or whoever is booking it It says I need a blanket Knitted by your grandmother With love And <laughs> oh I gave him gosh. a blanket I was like I can't guarantee you It's knitted by my grandmother Wait hang on hang on
2: yeah. Did you fulfill it Yeah of I was so I, fulfilled,
1: I fulfilled A good A good 80% Thanks to Amazon Dude I found a grappling hook And Are I was so serious? I was so mad He took the grappling hook It was badass Dude it had like A 50 foot Big thick rope And a claw I didn't know you claw. could buy that That was That was, was, was This
0: like, is one of those Situations where They just put shit <laughs> in there see if you're reading well, it
1: well 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 so they did that's what it was and yeah so, like, I, hit his, I hit his agent back and i was like hey man like i was like, I just got this writer i was like i just want to make sure that like this is like necessary is this a is grappling this hook is, a, is it, always it, it, necessary he's <laughs> like he's like he's just like lol man no nah, we just make sure we put that in there and make sure people read it yeah he's like just a bottle of whiskey will do blah, blah. <laughs> and i was like i'm like oh i was like oh they will do huh <laughs> fucking grappling hook yeah you did it in spite of that yeah yeah i did it. i was like you get a grapple hook bro you got postcards from the edge on laser disc like i mean wait wait hang on you fulfilled that yeah i did absolutely yeah yeah yeah, that is the hardest thing to get is a fucking
0: dude
1: dude it was it was there it was available it was available (laughs) the falcon islands i think was there the the map of the world with the falcon islands blacked out was the hardest because I, <laughs> but you got it anyways. well I couldn't find a map that had the Falcon Islands because they don't exist anymore yeah no, that's the whole point that yeah was, yeah, I, yeah. I, I got that joke yeah, like, yeah, without the, yeah. but I, I got it I found a map that had it on there and I ordered it and then I He's fucking took a marker it's like a sharpie and I fucking what marked happened? it out
2: this is a great story what happened when you gave him all this
1: shit oh he was stoked he was, dude, <laughs> like, he, was he was just like what and then I just kept bringing more shit out, like, more shit out. And I'm like wait there's more
2: <laughs>
0: that is the that's fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah, I, I, if uh, I if I if I was a, a a famous musician that got to do that and have all those writers that are insane, if somebody fucking brought all that stuff to me, I'd be like, okay, we're getting married now. That's, that's <laughs> fucking... I just found my. Soul you know the the weird thing though, uh,
1: on the Universal Green Rider? Yeah, it's not much. You know, it's just like some like Red Bulls things, but we always put on there grape swishers. And yeah, you don't know how many people come through on grape swishers it ain't hard like, to get it. just go to the, go to the to fucking yeah. 7-eleven yeah, you can no, I mean, get you some I'll grape stop swishers. on the way on the way to work but they don't get any, they don't get half the other shit like you know like <laughs> it might not have any ipas on there or whatever like but peach you dutch some, master please yeah. Yeah. that's on the bottom of it, <laughs> it's <on the> bottom <laughs> it. i not even smoke <laughs> weed but like jesus christ yeah grape
2: swishers please well you're in jacksonville too yeah yeah yeah
1: swisher sweet oh these are really play out of town people just like want to know like oh yeah here's a writer sure really anyways
2: hell that's a story. Great story. Yeah,
0: that was awesome. This this <laughs> next question actually seems kind of dumb at this point because that was such a great story, but this is for but for again for the musicians that are coming up, they're trying to figure shit out. If you've never played in a market before, what's the most creative thing you've been, you've seen a band do that worked for their first time playing in this market uh, to promote question, and shit?
1: Tony. Mm, man, that, that that is great. Um I would definitely say like – To get your attention, you know? Yeah. Well, to get my – or to, to just make so, it a show. To,
0: to promote. Yeah, to just promote. to promote a oh, show, yeah. I thought
2: you meant to like get his attention to book.
0: That's a good one too, but – Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. I have a good story about that actually okay, in a cool. minute I'll tell you.
1: Um, I mean I would say – I mean we've had – we've had people bring buses. There was this like weird – Jamtronica band from jack's beach that would like get a bus like they would just like <laughs> it would just pile out downtown and speaking <laughs> about the
2: lucky bus oh, that was that was the thing that yeah. was me yeah that <laughs> oh, yeah. was a great <laughs> yeah, idea was, yeah. do you know we had we had the lucky bus go all the way to fucking danesville yeah. dude yeah, yeah, that, me. it was it yeah. was 15 to ride you could do whatever you wanted well, to on the bus <laughs> <laughs> no rules, Bart, and uh, 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 we knew the bus driver and everything like that. It was school. It was, rock, it was, it was a, a rock school bus. Right?
1: Rock one oh five. Rock one oh whatever. Rock bus. Yeah, I don't know, but it
2: was a, it was a school bus during the week, and then the guy party that fucking drove. The and then that's and then, and then, awesome. and then we uh, pockets our, our our manager. He knew the the driver, but
1: party bus on the weekend. That's how you promote a fucking show. So that show. actually that, that is actually is that, that it? Is that well, really it? Well, no, that it's when you say that though, but that crosses over because there's another awesome local band called Ask Me If I Care. Yeah. Uh, uh, My buddy Raw is the singer. And actually, he owns an awesome restaurant called uh, THC Trap House Chicken. Check out Trap House Chicken. I've been seeing that all over Facebook and everything. That's my buddy Raw. I gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. Trap House Chicken. THC. He's He's (laughs) also a badass uh, singer, rapper in a band called Ask Me If I Care. And they have a school bus, uh, but it is blacked out, murdered out. And there's his name, Vegas. But they, they get they they will they will bring it to a show. They even they I forget one time they did a show and they did they played and then they set their shit back up on the school bus on top of the school bus <laughs> and just kept playing. That's, That's awesome.
2: But well, I'm really happy that you brought that out. The lucky buzz. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I think I think
1: things like that like you know getting. People to the event in some creative way. It made you us know, it makes all, no it makes, money yeah. at all. <laughs> well, but, but you got people there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, looks good we in brought, future. Yeah,
2: it was insane. Like, imagine, like, well, it was at the gym. You ever played the gym before down in Gainesville before it got closed down? We, we were like, all right, we're gonna play in Gainesville. We need everybody to go, and it just kind of snowballed, and we had I don't know, close to like thirty or forty people get on a fucking bus and drive two hours on a school bus. To go to our show. That's awesome. Yeah. Rest in peace, the Jam, man. Yeah. yeah. We, we played the last yeah, show at the Jam sure. too. Yeah. Lucky, lucky did. Yeah. yeah. Damn, it was sad. Right. It was very sad. So I
1: mean, speaking of sad things as well, the the uh, the uh, light guy from yep. the Jam, Ed, his wife Don't. died at 1904. She actually passed away. At, I know that. I know that Ed passed away. And he passed away shortly after. But. Yeah. Uh, I and didn't his, know that, that was the wife, case. His wife, we, he was doing a Pink Floyd laser light show. Fuck She off. was up there with him, man, and I don't know, she was having some having some health issues, man, but I I like to think now that she kind of watches over the venue, you know, as like a venue because that's what apparently was that's what they she did. They were both did. they were both very old. No, years no very. very yeah, they're a little older and they had some health issues, and I know down at the jam um um Ed Rand
2: sound light. and lights and she would and he be there and it was old and, school and awesome. Well, and
1: Bill Sir would tell me it's like she would be like, you know, kind of like the eyes and like that yo, know, these people are doing some sketchy stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, she was just a really good person, and like you know, the that fact sucks, that she just passed out right there, you know, right at the front door in 1904. I'm just Jesus. like, man. Yeah, but rest Great. in peace, man. Good people, you know.
2: Well, fucking hey, man. Good uh, people. Sorry just, to bring it. Th- on a, no, I know. No, yeah, I don't on, know that on that whatever. level, but well, we, we've I'll, uh, reached well, every range of emotions on yeah. <laughs> this podcast. We might as well get to the hot takes. You
0: did ask me. You did ask about the about creative ways to get booked. And, uh, Um, I remember when I was first trying to get booked at Dunedin, uh, Michael, uh, shout out to Michael and Bryant, by the way, fucking awesome dude at Dunedin Brewery out there. They're fucking awesome but uh chicken wings, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, chicken oh. wings. They, they have a they have a vegan uh sub now it looks it's sub, actually or, pronounced a po yes pronounced vegan okay <laughs> so uh that's why you piss off any vegan um i'm but like when i was first reaching out there he was very hard to get a hold of and i i wanted to play there so badly so uh and this is a shout out to chris poland uh sax player parker Urban play band Jason tom bennett band fuse box funk oh yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. he he told me about this about this way he got booked at a spot in Pensacola and I was okay, I'm going to try this out. And I sent uh, Dunedin the top 10 reasons why you should book Anton LaBloom band. Like this David is before the side hustle. Yeah. And, it, and like just every day sent him another reason. Reason number one. No response. Wait, you didn't, you didn't, reason number two. You didn't, you didn't do it all at once? No, just every oh, day yeah, was yeah. a yeah, different yeah, cause one. Yeah, because <laughs> you, wanted,
1: you wanted to, you wanted to <laughs> sit at the top of the email inbox. Uh, I mean, it, it, That's like the terrible yeah, thing it, it, is like sometimes I've missed emails just because it's like fucking buried and you're just like you're just like as a it looks generic, it looks generic. you gotta stand yeah, yeah. out or just yeah. like you, say,
0: you get, you get ba- it gets buried or you get busy and you just forget to get back to people yeah. your job is very difficult to keep on top of that kind of shit well and as,
1: as bands like and that's one thing too. do bands like sometimes bands feel like it's pushy or whatever I don't feel like it's, but as long as you're respectful about it be like don't mean to blow you up and it's like Nah, dude Like, please, dude you're, you, you are trying to Like, we're, we're trying to Make money together Like, let's do it Like, yeah. I'm sorry I'm doing other shit Right now, it's, it's me So, like, you know Like, when bands are You know, like, consistent And, like, you know You know, like, on top of it I appreciate that, for sure Yeah, yeah. definitely, man uh, And that's a uh, What
2: were the Ten reasons. That's I don't what know. Was there one? It's an email. It's saved though. Isn't it? <laughs> no, probably not. It's
0: like four years was ago. Mike, you
1: reason, still got? You still got the, that out there? It's got was the, la- yeah.
2: was the last reason is that I've got I've got Bill Begley in my no, band. You weren't in the and, band yet. And, and,
0: you weren't in the band yet. You yeah, in the well, band yet. and you we, like to shred uh, keys. That's,
2: that's how we got bugs. If you like uh, to shred cause, keys, because Mike plays keys. Actually, you might be in the band. I think it's a virus. Yeah, uh, exactly. No. So I was like, hey, I'll let it you play you it on that, my can virus. Can you say that now? Do you say you have a virus? Oh, you I, got it. I got it. I got it. Virus TI2. Well, not Terminator 2. Total integration is what it stands for. Um, Would not recommend getting that keyboard, by the way. But, uh, wow. It sounds great, but fucking A, does it break all the time? Don't um, take it on the road. Keep it in the studio. That's what I said. But Mike
0: actually got back to me uh by email number eight. He was, <laughs> he, he was
2: like, he started, he was like, he was
0: like, He's like, yo, that's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> what date do you need? <laughs> I
2: was like, yes. That's a really good idea. Hell yeah, yeah dude.
0: So I didn't want to try to get booked at venues, uh, and it's hard to Coffee get touch the person to do ten. It. Top ten, yeah. yo. top ten, and also just don't take that personally because most of the time people just get busy and
1: shit. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of on. there's a lot of emails that come in. One of the, one of the best things I think I remember seeing was the MySpace days was for uh, <laughs> wow. uh, oh, the, uh, the old high dive. In Gainesville, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, I pissed yeah. them off so oh, bad, man. But before it was <laughs> before it was high dive. It was called Common Grounds, and when it was Common Grounds uh, on their MySpace thing, it had like you know like. What to do to get booked or to not get booked at, you know, at uh, and it's like, that's, you know, smart. like tips for bands or whatever. And like one of them was like, do not come knocking on the venue door at two in the afternoon before, you know, when load in in the email says six o'clock. Yeah, it was just like this whole because lit- Somebody's done it before. Yeah, oh, because somebody's done all this shit before. You know, what like,
2: my favorite rule at Freebird was. And on the website. Don't talk to Les. No, it was. <laughs> not Les. Uh, Les. is a great guy. But, <laughs> Love you, Les. Uh, uh, but it was uh, no chewing gum is a rule at Freebird and <laughs> I thought that was the oh yeah on the website on yeah, the website yeah I always
1: thought that was kind of weird it was 12 or older yeah yeah, yeah. I was you could be weird.
2: 12 years old and go to free prayer. that was the rule uh, but th- then like bullet 2 was no, no, chewing, no gum. chewing gum no chewing
1: gum I mean yeah, that, that, that is a hazard in the like nightclub like nightclub, nightclub life you don't know how you don't know how much gum I've scraped off the bottom of that bar I, I think it, 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 you know what they were just tired of it I understand I understand that weighs real heavy right now specifically oh yeah for real for real man I gum all over my
2: if Freebird is open right now i don't care about it like it was grand opening like i i would get coronavirus to go to Freebird. i miss <laughs> it that Christ. much no offense to 1904 agreed 1904. agreed no i agree i totally oh, agree with fuck that Fucking it just to stand on that balcony again god that was the best right
1: try to smoke a joint and dodge security just yes,
2: dude oh my god all right whatever <laughs> uh, living in the past living in the past
1: uh well uh we gotta wrap this up soon. So it went by
2: him. so quickly, <sighs> Jason. Yeah, you're a wonderful did. guy. You guys, you guys are great.
1: It's great, great hanging out with y'all, man. Oh, I yeah, know. Man. Thanks, thanks being it's it's really uh, for being on. Thanks for being on.
2: While we do our unpopular opinions, maybe think one to yourself.
1: Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So
0: unpopular opinion number one. Um. Oh, let me see. I have to go first, so I'll go first. Go first. Um, Billy looks better with long hair.
2: Thank you. Uh, uh, that was a burn. Yeah, <laughs> I think that I look good uh, with hair.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that. Actually, the first time I think, I, first time I met Billy, uh, he, had that, he had that had mop. He, had, he has always had that mop. I yeah. like the mop. Right? I like the. I feel like, I feel like, it, yeah, I feel like any time the mop, it was like. Is like party time, and I feel like professional Billy here. This like is, this is this is too serious for you. I feel like it is. I, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna start talking to me about like my 401k. k like, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't, don't know. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> like my my future investments. I don't know. You know, like <laughs> don't do that too. Like, right. Luckily, like we've done drugs together, so I would never ask if you're a cop, that but, is awesome. you know, yeah. so, uh, uh,
2: uh, I'm I'm business bill, not party bill, right not party right, bill. Right. <laughs> well, you look, well, your attire would say that you're like a homeless
0: farmer. <laughs> and your hair says that you're, I don't know, like a financial advisor at yeah. a bank. Yeah, I so, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Maybe we'll go, uh, go to the mop back. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's coming back. I'm just trying to say <laughs>
1: I'm working on my mop, dude. I got to I Try like it. I'm it looks trying. good. I'm trying. I think. He's got.
2: He's got. Both y'all have great hairlines. I. I don't. My hairline's not that great. It's been yours is impeding. Some people have receding hairlines, like <laughs> I know. Yours is coming forward. <laughs> That's, good, That's good. It good.
0: looks I, like I, his. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. You. you don't
1: have any peaks. You're. You're clean. Bro. It looks. Uh, it looks I, like, cool his you you like his hair is taking over. I Greek. Face. Yes. No.
0: No. I'm Cuban yeah. and Cuban. Italian. Yeah. Italian. He.
2: It looks like a Greek
1: god. Yeah. I'll take that. I like that.
2: Your. Your. Your face is half hair. Yeah, literally. yeah oh, it's Jamie, t- should go up t- to, it's to you. T- <laughs> I'm the wolf t- man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cheek the cheek beard. Yeah, right, uh unpopular popular opinion number Damn, one. Your handwriting is awful. It's atrocious, yeah. Oh yeah, uh band leaders suck. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean Coming Brian Brian Brian
1: hair. Setzer, I mean, come on now.
2: I'm just I saying. I love Brian Setzer. He's the new guy. Do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Setzer? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I used to go <laughs> to college with him. Hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> look, I would say uh, uh, band leaders suck. Um, why why are you in charge of everything? You don't... It's not like...
0: Because someone's got to have a vision. You
2: we know what all mean? have visions. A lot.
0: Not necessarily. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know how to follow through with them. And there's one thing I've learned about musicians. Um, for for an industry that, that requires you to be so self-reliant, uh, they're the most unreliable <laughs> people in the world. Band leaders? In, no, musicians? musicians in general. Okay. So you got to have somebody. It's it's like any other business. You get, like, and, and Jason can tell you this. Not everybody can can have a say in everything. Some shots just got to be called by some. Do you know
1: who you by sound, one or two people. Do you know who you sound
2: like right yeah. now? You sound like Stalin. L- right like a band, like you sound like, band leader maybe? He, he, I don't know. Like Someone who's he, trying to run a business? I don't he, know. You sound like Saddam Hussein.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, S- 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 Saddam and the Rocks, man. I, they they had Is a, that a band name? Yeah. Saddam the Rocks. yeah. <laughs> uh, I oh, yeah.
0: love that's hilarious. That's fucking great. That's Is that really a band name?
2: No. That's not a band name? Holy that fuck. Good,
0: that was a good one, I believe. Let's me. change
2: our name. Saddam <laughs> and the Rocks. Oh my god, that's the best band name I've ever it heard. It could be
0: Saddam, Saddam and the I Rocks. Yeah, I know, exactly. Oh, that's what I thought I, it was. Because it could, it could be and or it could be in. And it's still hilarious no, either just, way.
2: No, just, just they found him in, just you know, spell it R. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 it's yeah. Saddam and the R A Q S. Like the Rocks. It could be again
0: the and, and the and and the in are interchangeable, which is hilarious because it goes both ways. In rocks. It goes both
1: ways. Uh, anyways, um, well, we all know is he's still alive too. So I mean, we can just oh you know, him, he, him, he, him he, and Bin Laden. Yeah, yeah still guys, alive. they got they got a new uh, album coming out. <laughs> 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 they're dropping, they're
2: dropping
1: a fresh album, <laughs> dropping that new trap. <laughs> it's called the
0: Hussein Bin Ladens. Oh my god.
2: Anyways,
1: uh, um, unpopular opinion number oh, two. Hold on. Uh, not unpopular opinion great we can joke about uh you know um uh islamic terrorism in a time of covid that's just say it's refreshing, it is refreshing. Yeah, it's refreshing yeah. to joke yeah. about yeah. islamic terrorism it's nice yeah. to be worried yeah. about something else for yeah. yeah something <laughs> else besides you know the sniffles. Yeah. I'm
2: sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the sniffles oh good lord all right we're, feel that we have to cut right. that up. we gonna <laughs> get fucking uh, murdered <laughs> and besides actually dying of a disease <laughs>
0: um okay it's, it's actually virus on disease uh, anyways um my uh, my second popular opinion is uh, your uncanny ability to just derail a conversation.
2: I love that about you. Oh, you love that? Yeah, That's yeah. your opinion that you love it, yeah, yeah, I love that. That I'm bad at no, no, talking. I, no, but
0: you're good at derailing. Oh, you're saying you're good at something. I feel like you're being very sarcastic. Oh, you're right good at derailing conversations.
2: And I love that about you, though. I, I love that. I don't. So, I love
0: having I love having like a I thought. Feel like I love having like, like, like a good <laughs> stream of consciousness, and then you just come in like a fucking rock in the water and just... <laughs> Break it up. You're like, like a uh, dam in the river. That's I, what you are. I, I love just, that about you. You're a beaver dam. I, I
2: feel like this isn't a compliment. No,
0: no, I love that about you. Yo, you do? Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. I love that being able to finish
2: your thought. All right. Well, let's, what's my next <laughs> unpopular opinion? Hang on uh, 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 one second. Um, I My favorite thing about you, and this is my unpopular opinion, is you don't care what anybody says about you, and you don't care – what you look like all the time.
0: I love about, I love that about myself too
1: actually. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I would say yeah. It's just I like, agree with that. Yeah, Fuck no, everybody, dude. It's, it's <laughs> great
2: like all these people constantly are just like why are you hanging out with him? Like why would you be in a band with him? He's like he, he's the worst looking person in the world and it's just awful at everything. I'm like, "I know, but like he's such a good person." But he doesn't it's, care. It's what I say to him. But what's so great about it is he doesn't he doesn't care. I don't. Yeah, I love that about myself. He doesn't, he, does, he doesn't care about
0: I thought that was supposed to be a burn. That's actually a really good... Uh, I that's that's a really compliment, good. dude. Yeah. I don't know if that's an <laughs>
2: unpopular that's not, opinion. That's not like, a
1: character flaw yeah. at all, actually. Yeah. I'm into it's, that. It's that a, would actually be some advice to, 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 to bands. Fuck, yeah. the Jason, fuck, you're just, not just they, what everyone thinks. supposed to be working on an unpopular <laughs> opinion. <right>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Fucking Popular be on my right side. Things. Come on. And We're in like, a band. And going back to the band leader thing, when people talk shit about you in your band, because they will, just don't care about that because it's just part of the territory. Anyways, unpopular opinion number... Uh, number three for me is, uh, you're just, you're a failure, right?
1: <laughs> At, just you just period. Yeah, period. Just period. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> that wasn't an adjective. That was just a noun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. That's. <laughs>
2: you think I'm a failure? Yeah, I don't
0: know that 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 could be. I guess I don't know if that's even an opinion. That's just what it is, right?
2: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's okay. (laughs) I haven't had anybody say that to my face before, (laughs) and I guess this is the first time. But, anyways, I'll go to my last unpopular opinion, which was. Um, I don't really like swimming in the ocean, <laughs> which that was mine. <laughs> that was my last of unpopular opinion. So, um, I, guess I, I would feel like a dick right now, but I don't care what anybody thinks about me. So I'm good. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel like, I feel like we both had a, 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 a little back and forth and then I don't. I don't know what came, why, I'm not a, fi- I, I, I am, a, I don't know if I'm a failure or not. I just.
1: Is that an unpopular opinion or is that a, I feel like most people feel that way, uh, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got one here. It's, it's, it's more Oh of a, yeah, jason one. It's more of a, uh you know, just the grinds my gear. It's kind of topic of, of the, uh, <laughs> really grinds my uh, of the, of the, the times we're in, but I don't know. This Corona thing has just made everyone think that they're a chef. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, everyone's I, into cooking. Everyone's Sean, into cooking. That's true. Yeah, did. I didn't even yeah, know that that
2: was the reason why. Well, it's because you.
1: Most you're at home. You're- yeah, I get it. You know, you're at home, and you know, you you get some shit, find some shit online, whatever, and like. I, I, I Literally I, did I, everything I, you're talking I, about. I, I just don't right know. Or you get the Hello Fresh meal kit delivered to your house, and you know, next thing you know, you're just like doing a photo shoot with Are your you fucking good at food. Cooking? Uh, I I mean I don't I can cook. You gave like, us
2: you gave us some jerky today that was, bomb. yeah you know I, like I, eating roast. Beef. I dabble
1: actually. I mean, did we try the hot? Do you guys want to try the hot sauce? Yes. I didn't want to. Open it, it you you know want to you want to do, do, it, do it, it on camera so you guys can die on camera? No, I don't. Ooh, yes, do it. it. it said down. ghost <laughs> on it and apparently yeah, it's ghost pepper. It'll I don't it'll believe fuck in ghosts,
2: it, but it's I know that if ghost is on hot sauce, it's bad. That'll make you CG. Going back to 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 cooking and everything like that. Are you are you are you kind of like an elitist about it and kind of like no? I'm I'm just I'm just no. I'm just more of like. I was
1: more I was more of along the lines that you know I think unfortunately covid in 2020 and isolation has given people more time and then with the with the reinforcement of social media yeah. to put you know Whatever you, you you squirted some fucking fancy ketchup on your like <laughs> thing hashtag chef life and then like you've never been on a fucking line in your to save your life you know like you never you've never been I you never a operated a fryer a like. steak
2: dinner man I'm I'm guilty of this like yeah I grilled a steak and mashed potatoes and the corn on the cob and I took a picture took of a it a picture let I want to kill out. myself this is yeah. stupid. <laughs> I'm a
1: uh, failure. <laughs> no, but it's—I it, don't know. This is one of those things. I've just noticed. I've just there's, there's been a lot of like you know like a lot of cooking segments on daytime talk shows. That's a lot that, of,
2: That's what, uh, That's hey, all you can do.
1: Hey, hey, I mean, yeah, it's all it's, we can do right now. You know, it's
0: all—it's all placating. To but some. you're not a chef, okay? okay. Let's yeah, just go know. ahead and say that, like there chef. You, you
1: know how many like bouts with alcoholism, depression, and like you know a the, the uh, a chef that is a that is a. That is a f- that is a fucking earned title. Yeah, That's a real art. That is a What's art. Alcoholism. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bunch of quitters.
2: <laughs> that is true. It's a bunch of
0: quitters for sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. There, there's been a lot. There's yeah. It's been a crazy time for people to just have way too much time in their hands and just. I I, I get it. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. Hey, hopefully, man. We,
2: that that would, would be a good. That, but that would be a good fucking uh, foreigner song to cover.
1: Which one? Battle with alcoholism. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking. Hold on. Speaking. Speaking of foreigner, I did not understand, realize till recently their collection of hits. Oh yeah. Are you kidding
2: me? Yeah, they're oh. like they're insane. They don't need to worry about making money
1: so, ever I, I, again. So and then, and then they, like I was watching the documentary about them too, and I guess they're the the two leaders, the singer. What's it called? And they, I want to see that. It was on a uh, Axis TV. They were just going over like bands, you know, like kind of oh, like, a, I see, I see, like an hour long thing. But they they were talking about like the you know the singer and the guitar player were like the you know songwriters, key songwriters. Yeah. But at a point, I guess here recently in the two thousands, um, so they had the new singer come in and then the original guitar player was there. But they did a tour where there was no original foreigner members. Ticket sales for that tour were higher than any of some of their other their other tours. Really? Didn't you go just, see none of the uh, none of the original members, but just go to show you how much of a staple and ingrained foreigner foreigner songs are, and you don't even need the original band. To be there performing it you just go with your friends and you know it's that's my like
2: that's my uh go-to uh uh sound check is when they're trying to get the keys right i just go cold as ice yeah yes for it kind of so kinda many hits boxed. dude Fournit, all right uh, it's so hits for sure yeah. Yeah. they, they have, sell tickets they have tickets say. listen to foreigner yeah. for that album like you can get it for 50 cents at goodwill there's a billion of them produced but like it's got so many but good heads But the thing about, too,
1: just where they were as, like, you know, that kind of, like, arena rock ending of, I like, the, like. guitar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. You,
2: come on, bro. All right, I got like, it. Like,
1: oh, man.
2: it's It's good. I like Foreigner. A lot of people don't. Actually, I, I, they're, I the, a, they're the American ACDC That's all I gotta say
0: Yeah, They're definitely better than ACDC Even though I love AC/DC, more. I, I, I like, I
2: like I AC/DC more I'm not gonna compare it's them to anything thing, but, I'm just but, saying they're the yeah. American version uh, of it As far as
1: hits though, I mean Foreigner Come yeah. On. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hits. yeah. Yeah, Ooh, that would be
2: that be a good yeah. discussion. But.
0: I, I, I have a I have a an interesting conspiracy theory oh, yeah? similar to what you just said about. Is it about, about the CIA? Was, again? no, no, no. There, There's okay. there was no original members uh, when they on the last tour. They just sold tickets. I think that's what Wolfpack is secretly, secretly <laughs> trying to do because I saw that fucking Halloween when we played there. Yeah, and these guys were dressing up as each other, playing each other's instruments, and just doing. Our, and I, I remember watching that, and I may or may not have been under, under the influence of something. And I remember watching that, and I was like. Oh, these guys are just trying to... Uh, it's, these, a, it's a deep fake,
2: dude. Yeah,
0: because what they're trying to do is just have other people be them yeah. while they're, they are go on the road. Who cares? And then it's they Volpec. can just stay in L.A. and just it's do the studio yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know what yeah, I absolutely. Mean? Yeah. And they're just double
1: dipping here. Yeah. That's, I'm telling you. So they get some young guns to just go and pretend to be your, you know, like you... Yeah, because, and because, because skim not. off the top, take their 15% promoter profit. Exactly, while they're sitting and oh, making like, fucking,
0: like, writing hits and playing other people's records for fucking, I'm just no, saying, bro, I'm just, they're double dipping. No. And, like, you couldn't even, te- you couldn't tell them apart visually first, and second, like they all play each other's in- instruments exactly like the other person plays it. Yeah, and yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, these guys are just... I don't know. I had a, I had a, it was a conspiracy theory. It, that, that's the
2: same thing as like, oh, yeah, LeBron James has a do- body double and he's just chilling in L.A. It could be. Yeah. Anyways, guys, <laughs> this has
0: been a great episode of Bottom great of the episode. Bill, and We want to thank seven. Jason Honeycutt for being on the It's definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> thank it's, you, guys. It's been man. awesome, man. It's been a
2: blast.
1: Hell, yeah. It's been a blast. Uh, All right. Make sure you support Spliff's in the oh, new yeah. location. Yep. 100 East Forsyth. Two doors down. We're open uh, seven nights a week. 1:30. I wish it was three doors down. Yeah. I know. I know. I... Technically, it is, because okay. there's a side door part of the <laughs> list. So all if right. you counted it, it would be. So three speed doors, doors down. Three doors down. Mm-hmm. It's super, man. <laughs> 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 it took me a second there. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> and then uh, also. In 1904 and Headroom Coffee Shop hopefully coming online next I month, September. Um, Underbelly. And under, uh shortly after October, November, and we're all, you know on the downside of this uh, peak and music is coming back um, at one way or another. So it's either going to be sit down dinner shows and you don't get to stand up. You know, I think that's how it's probably going to start, you know, <sighs> like table shows. And, oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Sounds awesome. I actually, so I'm actually, good. I'm actually, Grandpa, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually and looking forward to it. I've actually been in contact with some different bands and like comedians. That's another, yes. uh, like style that would fit that format. So, I mean, we're, we're adapting, you know, we're going to make it happen. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. I'm excited. That,
2: man. that I, I this conversation can go forever. But that was one of my favorite shows is when you had uh, uh Mr. Leahy and Randy. Oh dude. Oh, God. <laughs> that was so great. The last the one they the last Mr. Leahy. Yeah,
1: mister Leahy, man. Mm. Anyways.
2: All right. Well all right. we'll we'll end it now and, and, and uh uh audio thanks for tuning in. Yes.